Hey, Tiger fans, mark your calendars for four-day state homecoming October 6th through the 8th. Register for events like lunch with football coach Chris Brown, breakfast with the university president, and a barbecue tailgate before the football game with Washburn. Register at FHSUHomecoming.com before September 29th. Again, that's FHSUHomecoming.com. And register today for four-day state homecoming events. And we look forward to seeing you homecoming weekend. Go Tigers! Kickoff is brought to you by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises in Ransom, Hayes, Great Bend, Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. Dustin Armbruster, Jonathan Zweigert in the booth tonight. Sean Boston is on the sideline. Rachel Fox are in the studio as our engineer and producer. 88 degrees at kickoff tonight. A slight chance of an afternoon thunderstorm has been added into the forecast since we arrived here in Jefferson City. Again, there are no seats and fans behind the Tigers of Fort Hay State who are dressed in their road whites tonight, black numbers, gold trim, Lincoln on the near sideline in their home blue jerseys, big white numbers, easy to identify with white pants and a white helmet with a blue stripe down the center and the number on the sides of the helmets. A very clean look for this team. Fort Hay State lost the toss, so Lincoln University elected to defer the Tigers will kick and they or the Tigers will receive and they'll work into the sun on this mostly east-west field the kickoff sent down to our right going to be returned from the three-yard line by the Tigers that's going to be a middle return to the 15 20 25 yard line and out to the 30 for Fort Hay State University on the return up that far sideline uh, and then towards the middle for Fort Hay State is you know, somebody that's got a New Jersey number on, so that's how we'll start this evening's ball game. The Tigers' offensive line on that left side with a couple of young guys that'll start in Porter Damnick, the redshirt freshman, and then also Riley Sedlick is the left guard at that left side spot. He's a redshirt freshman. That'll be something to keep an eye on. Jack Dawson will be the quarterback. He'll stand with a foot on the 25-yard line, a handoff over the right side to open up the ball game. We'll go to Soto. He'll cross the 30, get near the 34-yard line on the first play of the ball game, and as expected, Fort Hayes State is going to try to establish the run early. Yeah, and expected too, running behind the experience of Ted Hessing and Christopher Strotter, the two old guys, the two veterans <laughs> on that right side. Soto lined up to the left side of Jack Dawson, slaps his hands, takes the snap, throws to the near side. It is a jump and a high catch made by the Tigers over on this near sideline. And the pass completed out to the 40. That will be a first down for the Tigers. Catch made on the near sideline by Kale Cormany. Yeah, good start. So seeing a little bit of a different look, it'll be interesting to see as Dawson continues to work into this First offense. That was a little quick hitter trying to get him settled in a little bit. Tigers up to the 40-yard line. They run for four, pass for six, and now from the 40, they move right to left. Back to pass, Dawson, clean pocket, throws out to the far sideline. That's going to be caught by the Tigers. That is grabbed up by Jaquan Tillis who actually got the start tonight. He will make the catch for a gain of one to the 41. Short gain for Tillis. It's just a little swing pass out to the right side, trying to get Tillis, who showed some explosivity, explosiveness, especially week one, trying to get him going early. Another back into the backfield. That's Hunter Butkey to the right of the quarterback. He's the lead blocker for Tillis, who spins off a tackle, gets to the 45, still on his feet as he gets near the first down marker. Forward progress to the 49 and a gain of eight. 
Tillis, the red shirt, or he's the junior transfer out of Texas. He runns hard, and as Dustin mentioned, Budkey leading the way. It's a big third down play coming up here for the Tigers. Yeah, Budkey land, uh, started in the backfield on that particular play to the right of the quarterback, Jack Dawson. Third and one for the Tigers. Fort Hayes State lining up for this third down attempt. They are 39% on the year, eighth in the MIAA. Tillis to the right side of the quarterback, Dawson. Third and one from the 49. Draw play, and the Tigers are busted in the backfield for a loss of four. No opportunity for the Tigers on that one as they get blown up in the backfield. Yeah, middle linebacker Isaac Robinson, the sophomore transfer. He's from California out of Inglewood. Broke up that play in a hurry. Nowhere to go, and it's fourth down. So the Tigers are going to have to punt after getting third and one. Not the start that the Tigers were looking for here in Lincoln. And back to punt is Parker Janke. Freshman out of Chapman, Nebraska. High snap, has to go to his left to get it, then gets off a great punt. This is going to land inside of the 10, down to the 5, and the Tigers will let it roll down to the 1-yard line. Great punt for Fort Hay State University, and the Tiger defense gets set up in great position. Offensively, you'd love to sustain a drive. You can't do that, but Parker Janke comes up with a huge punt. You pin the Blue Tigers inside their own two-yard line, right around the one-yard line, and now for the defense, pin your ears. Go back and put some pressure uh, on this Lincoln Blue Tiger offense here early. A team that is averaging 241 yards of offense, 43 rushing, 198 passing. Lincoln will start with their heels on the on the end zone and four down linemen for the Tigers Menges and Hazelhorse the starting defensive ends under center is Zamar Brake from the one he'll just plunge forward he'll get it two maybe three out to the four yard line good surge by an offensive line as usual that is pretty young Left tackle's a freshman, left guard is a freshman, the center a junior transfer, the right tackle a junior transfer, and the right tackle a freshman. But what we always see from the Blue Tigers is size up front. Center at 315, at right tackle, or the, um, and then the right guard at 305, and then the right tackle at 315, so there's size up front for the Blue Tigers. Zamar Brake will have starting running back Omar Allen to his left. Two wide receivers out to the left side on second down and eight from the three-yard line. This series starting at the one. Handoff, Allen, big hole up the middle, and he'll have a first down all the way out to the 14-yard line. Mark him to the 15, a gain of 13 yards. And that's the big issue right now for the Tigers. You have to be able to stop the run. That's a simpler power play, trying to run off to that left side. Tigers giving up 280 yards. They give up 311 against Missouri Western last week. It's not good enough. Omar Allen had 23 carries for 21 yards on the year coming in. He picks up 13 on that run alone. So the Blue Tigers, after being starting at the one-yard line, are out to the 15, left to right their opening possession after the Tigers did not convert on third and one. Tied in motion in goalie to the left. It's a handoff to Omar Allen in the backfield. He gets one out to the Omar 16, Allen call it two out to the two 17, short game. Miles Minges makes the tackle out of a defensive end position. Minges a big guy who's mobile at that defensive end position, and he just read break, break gave it on the read option, and he crashed down hard to make the tackle for a short game. Well, remember, he was a linebacker a year ago, and maybe in some ways still learning this defensive end possession. Break slaps his hands, hands off, and the Tigers are in the backfield. Gavin Hazelhorse with the tackle for loss. He nearly 
Finally took the handoff back inside the 15 to the 13 yard line, a loss of four. Hazel Horse, the red shirt transfer, the red shirt freshman transfer, gives you speed at the defensive end position, and it was off the ball that he beat that left tackle and was in the backfield, and now big third down. Gotta get the Blue Tigers off the field here. First big play for the Tigers, and now Brake might have to throw for the first time. 29% conversion rate for Lincoln this year. They look to throw. Good protection over the middle. Caught and a first down. Hauled in by Damian Bell. His first two receptions on the year had gone for negative yards. This one to the 41, and it's a first down for the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Three different white Tiger jerseys were in the area, but they were able to convert it and now sets them up with a first down play here, and they're going to go quickly. A gain of 27, handoff to Omar, Bell, uh, Omar Allen again. He goes off left tackle, picks up three to the 44, and Fort Hayes State right now are the ones that are caught off balance. That defense for the Tigers has been on its heels a little bit. I know we talk about the experience, injuries at key positions, and that time they went a little quick tempo. Tigers get a stop, but still second down and manageable after a gain of three. Third and long, and the Blue Tigers go for 27 over the top to the only receiver in the area. Break, play action. No, he does hand off. This goes to the left side to Omar Allen, and he is met on the sideline and wrestled down there by the Tigers. Daniel Howard thought he might get the start today in place of Lake Heimerman. Lake dealing with a little bit of a knee issue. Throwing out of bounds across the 45 up to the 48-yard line. That's still good for a gain of third down, three to go. Three, uh, four yards. Third and three for the Blue Tigers. They're one for one on this drive on third down conversion. This one near midfield where the Tigers turn it over. Break. It's a draw. Quarterback draw. Gets near the first down. And his big 225-pound frame gets the first down at the Tiger 49. Needed three, got three. And that was what something we saw them do with some success a year ago, running it with break. As you mentioned, he's a big guy. He's got a big frame. He's a tough guy to bring down. Tigers linebacker Jack Heilman in there, the 5'8", 185 redshirt freshman at a derby, playing a lot due to the injuries at that linebacker position for the Tigers. Ninth play of this opening drive that started at the one for the Blue Tigers. Break. He's going to hand off. It's a reverse and it's a wide receiver pass. Has a wide open player down the field and it is going to be caught and it is a touchdown for the Lincoln Blue Tigers who hit the Tigers in the mouth on a 99-yard drive and who else? Adarius Ely. He is the league leader in touchdown receptions this year. That's a 49 wide receiver reverse pass Adarius Ely with a touchdown reception, his sixth of the year. He averages 27 yards per catch. That one for 49. At two big touchdown receiving touchdowns receiving a week ago against Northwest. He does it again here. Tigers feel safety. You're the last line of defense. You cannot get beat. And now, because of that, you're down 7-0. The extra point is good, and Fort Hay State is down 7-0 in Lincoln, and we get our first timeout. Fort Hay State trails in Jefferson City 7-0 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Fort Hay State does not convert on third down on their drive. Lincoln does twice, and a 49-yard wide receiver reverse pass, Damian Bell to Adarius Ely, his sixth touchdown catch of the year. Correction, his fourth touchdown catch of the year, sixth as a Blue Tiger in his career. And now the Tigers will have to, try to get back 
on the offensive side of this. It's going to be Tillis to return at the 7, 10, out to the right side, 15. He's got an alley 20. Here comes a flag in, and the Tigers are likely going to get this one called back after Tillis gets out to the 26-yard line. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. For the fans, enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today and drink responsibly. It has its rewards. Make the pledge to be a responsible fan. Down to the sideline we go with a Pets Lawn Care sideline update and Sean Boston. Yeah, Dusty, you mentioned early in the pregame, the Tigers have to create their own energy down here. And, you know, before, right as kickoff, that energy was here. Now there's still, you know, there's still that energy here on the sideline, especially if they can get something going on this offensive drive, their second offensive drive of the game. But, again, because of this penalty, they're going to start back now at their own 14. That was a 99-yard drive by the Blue Tigers. They converted twice on third down. Florida State did not convert, and after the penalty, Florida State is going to start all the way back at their own 15-yard line on the kickoff return. It's Dawson to throw over the middle, caught, bobbled and caught at the 19. It'll be a gain of four. They'll give the wide receiver extra yardage out to the 20-yard line, and the catch for the Tigers is going to be... Well, we'll find out. Deontay Wilson, I think, was the one who came over the middle to make that catch. So a gain of four, make it five, out to the 20-yard line. Dawson is going to hand off, this time to Soto, who tries to bounce it to the outside, meets a Blue Tiger head on and gets wrestled out of bounds, and the Tigers are going to find themselves in third and medium right away. Soto, Soto did not make the start. He makes this, takes this run out to the 21-yard line, third and four for the Tigers. And right now, the Blue Tigers have been able to get some penetration against that Tiger front. That time it was on the left side. We talk about the young guys. Soberg getting a start at center, Setlick, and then also Davinick. They're the two guys on that left side, the young, young group. Dawson slaps his hands on third and four, drops to pass, looks quick over the middle, now flushed out to his right, rolling in some trouble, looks down the field, throws incomplete behind his intended receiver. And the Tigers are going to go three and out. And this offense is in a bit of shambles. Manny Ramsey is the intended wide receiver. The coaching staff off onto another one of the receivers that apparently ran the wrong route. And after giving up a 99-yard drive on nine plays the Tigers of Fort Hayes State respond with a three and out gaining just six yards the second punt of the day for Janky rolls to the Blue Tiger 35 down to the 30 inside to the 28 yard line and Lincoln will have their best starting field possession in two drives. They lead 7-0. And do we get our second media timeout? We do. Fort Hayes State trails Lincoln 7-0 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. From Jefferson City, a 7-0 lead for Lincoln. Samar Brake is going to hand off, and the Tigers miss a tackle in the backfield, but eventually the gang tackling gets there. It is the Tigers... Gavin Hazelhorse that got deep in the backfield to blow up the play. Then four more white jerseys jump on top, and Omar Allen is busted up for a loss of three. And that's the difference between giving up a play in which you get a give up a big chunk yard and the tackle for loss is that while Hazelhorse did make the tackle, he had help 
from his friends in white. They'll put it back to the 26 to a loss of two. Second and 12 for the Blue Tigers. Zamar Brake at quarterback. Drops to pass under some pressure. Being chased by Hazelhorse. Runs to the near side. He's going to run and get out to the sideline. Pushed out by Miles Menges at the original line of scrimmage. Third and 10 for the Lincoln Blue Tigers. And a Fort Hay State defense that desperately needs to get off the field. A great job of the defensive secondary that time. It was a three-man front. Lincoln tried to cut up front, but the Tigers were able to get into the backfield, and the timing was blown up in that play. And so now it's third down and 10. Octavius Bowie is in on the defensive line for Fort Hay State for this third and 10 play. Break. Takes the shotgun snap after he claps his hands. Wants to throw under some pressure. Hit and goes down. Fort Hay State gets the sack. This time it is the Tigers' Jeremiah Jackson Trotter with the sack, his second of the season, and Lincoln three and out. They have a player down on the ground. Tommy Medlin, he's their starting center. He's grabbing that leg, I believe. Sometimes it is hard to tell the difference between number eight, Gavin Hazelhorst, and number zero, Jeremiah Jackson Trotter. Now, there is a difference between <laughs> them. Jackson Trotter is 6'7", Hazelhorst six foot, but they wear zero and eight. And these white jerseys that the Fort Hay State Tigers wear are not the easiest to see. The injured lineman, Tommy Medlin, is up and walking off on his own power. 6'3", American River College transfer out of Elk Grove, California in his third game for the Blue Tigers. And they will punt after a three and out after Fort A. State was three and out. And the punter is Clayton Winkler. He will stand inside of his own 15-yard line. Five punts for a 36-yard average. Alex Schramer back to return from his own 35. High snap. He one-hands it, and now the punter in some trouble, and he'll go down at the five. The Tigers get to the punter after the high snap. He Damn went to try to run it, and they get to him. Fort A. State is going to get great field position, and who else on special teams but Sam Brandt. It seems we call his name every week on some sort of special teams, and he does it again, Sam Brandt with the tackle, and the Tigers of Fort A. State get the ball at the opponent's six. And Dustin, before the game, Sean and I were watching special teams, and it took the long snapper a long time to get the ball back to the punter and to the holder on field goals, and that was something we noticed, and the Tigers take advantage of it. Fort A. State has six yards to score six points in the first big break for Fort Hayes State. To the right is Soto. He'll take the handoff. Nope, that's Tillis to the five, and he gets tackled quickly. Gets a yard to the five-yard line. And we talked about this offensive line. Caleb Freeland, a senior, makes the tackle. But this offensive line is kind of patchwork right now because of all the injuries. And the big injury is in the middle. It's Teyu Hema, who is the center. He's the one who makes the calls. And so now Schuberg is the one who has to make the calls. And it's interesting to see with a different guy making the calls and the reads, how that will affect this ball game up front for the Tigers. Tillis to the right of Dawson. Dawson is going to hand off. Tillis to the line. And the Tigers are going to lose a yard. And the defensive line of this, of this uh, team from Lincoln is right now controlling the pace of things in, in between the tackles. It's a loss back to the seven. And again, Dustin, it's Caleb Freeland, the 285-pound senior out of Sacramento, California. 
the disappointing thing is it's on that right side where Hessing and Strader are that they've got beat the last two plays. Third and goal from the seven. The Tigers are 0 for 2 on third down so far. Man in motion. It's a handoff. No play action pass. Now Dawson wants to run, and he is going to escape a tackle. Now fumble the football, and it looks like Fort A. State may have gotten it. And Fort A. State offense has got to get this figured out. They do not convert on third and one from midfield. Three and out, and now they get the ball at the Lincoln 5. They started this series at the 6. They are going to lose six yards on this drive. Ted Hessing is the one who jumped on it as that ball came free. It looked like Dawson is the... White Hats for a moment looked like he was going to stop the clock. Anyway, Ted Hessing was the one who fell on it. We set the game clock to 344. Dawson had a man open in the flat after he broke, but he was in the grasp of the defender, and I think that's what he looked like he was going to try and throw it, and that's when the ball came out. Dodge City freshman Manny Aguilar on to attempt the three-pointer. This one from inside the 20. It'll be a 29-yard field goal. Tigers down 7-0, ball on the right hash. The snap back to Hunter Brown. Good kick, nearly blocked. Is it good? And it is for Manny Aguilar. And now flags come in on the play. Hold on. Flag on the play. If it's roughing the kicker, Fort A State's going to get this football back. And the White Hat is going over to the Tiger sideline. Sounds Referee like David running Burge. In, running into the kicker, Dustin. So do you take the three? Running into the kicker. Defense, the penalties decline, try is good. And so Fort Hay State gets the ball on the Lincoln six after the turnover on downs, but loses six yards and settles for a field goal of 29 yards. Manny Aguilar now in his career at Fort Hay State, two for two from between 20 and 29 yards, but disappointing. You cannot take over a drive inside an opponent 10-yard line and not score. You just can't afford to do it at this level. 3.29 to go in the first quarter. A sideline update with Sean Boston, who has a unique perspective on the Tiger field goal kicker, Manny Aguilar. You got to see him for his entire year in Dodge City. Yeah, Manny Aguilar is a guy that uh, transferred to Dodge City for senior year from Cimarron just about you know 20 miles to the west of Dodge City and uh, he came in and was terrific last year uh, all state honors as a, a kicker and he had kicked a 55 yarder in a game last year so he's got the leg and and uh, we've seen it in the opener at Northwest and as the season progresses we'll see uh, it as well. Sideline update brought to you by Pets Lawn and Landscaping and the Tigers ready to kick off down 7-3, 3.29 to go first quarter. Here in Jefferson City, the high end over end kick is returnable at the 12 yard line. That is going to be brought up the right sideline at the 25 and pushed out of bounds at the just shy of the 30 yard line. Who else? Sam Brant, Adarius Ely on the return. Tigers defense was able to get the Blue Tigers the off the field on this last defensive possession and obviously the disaster with the punt for the Blue Tigers. But that front of, as we talked about, Gavin Hazelhorse and Jeremiah Jackson Trotter were able to make a little bit of a statement trying to get into the backfield. you got to see more from those guys up front, try to get some pressure on Zamar break. First quarter action brought to you by Bud Light. For the fans, enjoy a nice cold Bud Light today and drink responsibly. Handoff right side, Omar Allen hit at the knees at the 30. First Omar person there Allen to help the make the tackle the is Blake the Davis. 
And four-day state is going deep on the depth chart. This may be more about, well, some of the other guys, quite frankly, not getting the job done. Yeah, Daniel Howard, the junior from Oklahoma City, running the reality safety position. By the way, Valencia, the backup quarterback, Nathan Valencia from Elk Grove, California, in at quarterback now for the Blue Tigers. He will play action, look deep over the middle, in some trouble, runs to the left side, a couple of holding penalties that the Tigers want will not get called. Valencia Nathan chopped Valencia down across the, the 35 to the 36, and the officials... Stop the clock for a moment, and now they'll reset third and two after the run out to the 36, a gain of five. Jason Wallace, the third defensive lineman from Sugar Hills, South Carolina. He played at Fullerton College up front. Another name for the Tigers that got pressure that time. It's third and, third and short. Third and two from the 31-yard line, left to right for the Blue Tigers. Now break back in. He is going to hand off on the left side. DeWan Lomax won't get there. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that Dewan is Lomax. it. And Fort Hayes State may be forcing a punt. Here comes Clayton Winkler back onto the field. Yeah, big old 93 in the middle again. You see he just got enough pressure and took up enough space. Jason Wallace, he's 6'4", 320 up front. He's a big fella, and he was able to plug the hole that time. Started his career at D2 Limestone, first team All-American at Fullerton College. Had three total tackles before coming into tonight's game. Last snap to Winkler was high and ended up getting tackled for a loss. This snap on fourth down is slow. And Schramer will chase the punt to the sideline and there will be no return. It lands beyond the Tigers' white jerseys. And Fort Hayes State will have the football back down 7-3, 127 to go in the first quarter. It is Fort Hayes State's fourth drive of the first quarter. Dustin, it's interesting that uh, we're seeing the new faces for the Tigers or different faces. And that's one of the things, the question marks you had for the Tigers coming in. Who was going to step up and make a play? Obviously, you're dealing with injuries at key spots, but somebody's got to step up and make a play. Tigers good starting field position at their own 32-yard line, down 7-3. Dawson at quarterback. He's going to hand off. It's a counter play. Tigers will get to the 35-yard line, and then they're just going to continue to shove their way up to the 40-yard line. Good second effort. Really by the offensive line who kind of get themselves into this one as Adrian Soto gets the first carry on this fourth drive. Christopher Strotter leading the way, the big right tackle. It's six foot seven. He's over 380 pounds, and he just kept that pile moving. And Soto, he's a guy who you really feel like you can lean on and need to see more from him. Tigers will put Deontay Wilson into the backfield along with Soto. We're seeing a lot of Wilson in this first quarter. He motions out of the backfield. Dawson looks his way, throws the screen behind him, and out of bounds. And if that that is a lateral. It is. The Tigers just lost all the yardage they got on first down. That's a tough play. A little bubble screen trying to get a backward pass. Third down. Now ruling it a backward pass. So as Dustin mentioned, you give all that yardage back, and it will be a third down and long situation facing the Tigers. A lot of side to side. We'll see if the Tigers maybe can attack this Lincoln Blue Tiger defense vertically here. Tigers on third down are 0 for 3. Down 7-3, 45 seconds to go in quarter number one. Play clock down to five. Taking the snap is Dawson. Drops back to pass. Hit as he throws, and it's in 
complete. Throwing behind Manny Ramsey, who was open at the 45, and Fort Hay State is three and out again. Well, Dawson had his opportunity to climb in the pocket. He got a little bit ahead of himself, and then because of the uh, poor mechanics, because he gets ahead of himself, he throws a pass behind Manny Ramsey. He was open, but you got to settle in in that pocket, and against one of those things where if you're pushed off your spot because you're getting pressure, you're going to be rushed a little bit, and that'll happen. Lincoln is one and 22 in the MIAA since rejoining in 2019, and they have all the belief in the world right now that they're going to knock off Fort Hay State. The Tigers to punt once again, a punt that takes the punter to his left, and Jan uh, rather, Sawson gets it away on the run. Coming back with the football is Lincoln Blue Tigers and gets planted by Ty Cooper at the 39-yard line. Poor decision by the punt returnal, Charles Johnson. Yeah, there for a minute, you think for Johnson, he thought he had some space here to that far sideline of the Tigers um, sideline. But yeah, how about the hit by the safety Ty Cooper on special teams, the Lamigo product laid a huge hit that time. Let's see if it carries over. Defense has played okay the last couple of possessions, trying to keep the Blue Tigers off the scoreboard here in this first half. Eighth drive total combined between the two teams in the first quarter. Nathan Valencia takes over for the Lincoln Blue Tigers with four wide receivers at the 39. Handoff. It's oh, it's the uh, running back Omar Allen on what is probably going to be the final play of the quarter. He gets buried under a sea of white jerseys in the backfield, and now Fort Hay State has a player down. I think Miles Minges yep. is banged up on the play. Man, Fort Hay State is already down a bunch of starters in this game. Devin White at cornerback is already out tonight on the defensive side. John Johnson, the Dodge City product, out yet again. Lake Heimerman, if available, is very limited in tonight's ball game. Pat Kelly at left tackle. Sinatuli Teohema at center. Chance Fuller at quarterback. T Trevor Watts at wide receiver. Just those right there coming into the game. Forty State is down seven starters. So Miles Minges, they were looking at his right foot, and Miles was Miles was not about to let the trainer sit there and look at his foot on the field. He pops up, and with a noticeable hitch in his gait, he goes to the sideline, and now we'll get treatment on that far sideline for the Tigers. Loss of three, and Lincoln will let this quarter come to a close. Fort Hay State is trailing Lincoln in Jefferson City, 7-3 at the close of the first 15 minutes on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. By Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Hayes Meds Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians of Fort Hayes State Athletics. We'll check in with Sean Boston in a moment, check in on Miles Minges, but right now down to the field where it is second down and 13, and back a quarterback is going to be Valencia to throw deep over the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Fort Hayes State is going to pick it off. Tigers interception is going to be made by Daniel Howard, who backed up into coverage, and Fort Hay State has made the interception. The second-team Juco All-American in his first start makes the interception at the Fort Hay State 41-yard line. Yeah, Valencia, he looks like maybe he's more comfortable running the football, but as you mentioned, Howard just settled back in that zone and made the right read with the interception. Quickly, let's go down to the sidelines for a sideline update brought to you by Pets Lawn Care with Sean Boston. Yeah, guys, Miles Minges, when he made that tackle for loss, he uh, came up limping, 
Uh, looked like his right ankle got rolled up on, but he looks like he's good to go now. Fort Hayes State's fifth drive of the game. Their last three have netted three points and no first downs, and that could have been a horse collar tackle, but driven backwards, and the Tigers getting nothing on the offensive push on the line is going to be Jaquan Tillis. He will lose three on first down. Samuel. Amu Tuwani made what ended up being the initial hit, as Dustin mentioned, maybe horse collar right around the neck area, but he was able to get the penetration up front and it pushed the Tigers back, and it's second down and long. Fort Hayes State, total yards 18 on 14 plays. That is not going to get it done in the MIAA. Dawson with the shotgun snap, drops back to pass. He has time, a great pocket, looks deep, has a man open, and it is off the fingertips of Colin Kreitzer. It was six if he catches it in motion. It's incomplete, and Fort A State is at third and 13. Dawson had a pocket. He had the first comfortable pocket to throw in in this ball game, and he just missed Kreitzer, who had cut open, and it's one of those where it's a touch pass, and if you catch it, it's a touchdown. Instead, it's an incomplete pass, and now it's third down and long. Kreitzer's still in the game on the left side. Fort Hay State is 0 for 4 on third down in this game. Lincoln is two for four, and on that drive, they scored their only touchdown. 7-3, Fort Hayes State behind. Nearly offsides, but not called. Dawson throws over the middle. That's going to be caught. Going to be caught by Fort Hayes State's Hunter Bunkey. The All-American makes his presence felt for the first time, and the Tigers on offense cross the 50 by themselves for the first time. And I understand that Hunter Bunkey is now one of the players that other teams star on their defense or circle on their defense and say he is a guy we have to stop, but you have to find a way if you're the offense coordinator and Dawson to get Hunter Bunkey the football because he makes a difference. First big chunk play, gain of 19 for the Tigers. In the backfield is De Deontay Wilson. Handoff Soto, right side hit and dropped at the line of scrimmage. And the Tigers woes running the football continue. Jakari Lamarne makes the tackle this time. He's a big 300 pound sophomore out of Rochester, New York. It's just the big guys up front right now for Lincoln in the blue jerseys, the blue Tigers are winning the battle at the line of scrimmage more times than not. Tigers at the Lincoln 43-yard line, trailing 7-3, 13-25 to go in quarter number two. Wilson in the backfield, motions out. Play action pass to him. Dawson wants it all for Manny Ramirez and overshoots him at the 10. Jack Dawson is overthrowing a couple of open receivers on the back end of the defense. Remember, Jack hadn't played in a football game since 2019 until last week. Man, he had a step. Kreitzer had a step on the two overthrow passes, and you have to wonder if it's one of those things where Dawson right now feels the pressure because he knows that his team is down 7-3 on the road to this Lincoln Blue Tiger team. Tigers, three wide receivers left on third and 10. Butke tied in to the right. Soto in the backfield with Dawson, who slaps his hands, and jumping off sides is Isaac Robinson, who is by trade a linebacker. He's lining up at the defensive end, and Fort Hayes State's going to pick up five free yards as the band continues to play as the Fort Hayes State Tigers are trying to run a play. Lincoln Blue Tigers, one of the fewest penalized teams in the country, and they get free five yards to the Tigers here. This is a big third down. you got to keep this drive going. They had just two penalties in two games total coming in. Five wide for Dawson. On this play, four down linemen for the Blue Tigers. Slapping his hands is Dawson. The Tigers converted on third and 13, and they do here on third and five. A pass out to the far flat. That is going to be in the hands of Fort Hayes State. On the catch, 
is going to be Colin Kreitzer, and the Tigers take it down to the 25, a gain of 13. With the off coverage, that's Kreitzer just going down, sitting, coming back to the football, making a good catch. That's a long out route throw or a long throw to that far sideline for the quarterback, Jack Dawson, but he delivers it, and the Tigers move the chains. Tigers are two for two on third down. Prior to this drive, they were 0 of 4. Tigers put a man in motion, handoff Soto, no play action, throw out to the right sideline. That's at the 20, it's at the 10, it's at the five-yard line. On the catch is Calvin Stapp, the Colby product. And I think we have noticed there is a uh, Blue Tiger down behind the play. I think we've noticed that there is a connection between Jack Dawson and Calvin Stapp. And I've got to imagine that comes because those guys are working with the twos before all the injuries. Now without Trevor Watts and without the quarterback for the Tigers and Chance Fuller that these two guys who are working with the twos are now working with the ones. Tigers into the red zone, the farm implement and supply red zone of Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. Tigers trail 7-3, trying to punch it in for the first time. First and goal from the six. Handoff, Tillis, hit at the five, and no more. Oh, Fort Hay State is getting nothing on the ground. Hunter Budke, the tight end. As we'll see a lot of times throughout the year, he lined up on the right side of the formation this time, and then they're trying to run it back to the left, and he's trapping the guy on the far outside of the left, so you're trying to run underneath him, and he just couldn't quite sustain the block. With that one-yard gain, the Tigers have 30 13 rush attempts and three total rush yards. 12 minutes to go second quarter. Four-day State trying to take their first lead against Lincoln. Dawson slaps his hands. Tillis to his left. Handoff. No keeper by Dawson. The quarterback dives into the end zone. Touchdown. Fort Hay State, a five-yard run by quarterback Jack Dawson, and the Tigers have their first lead of the game at 9-7 with 11.56 to go in quarter number two. And this is the part of Jack Dawson's game that I would love to see the Tigers use more. Jack's not a super athletic guy. He's not going to rush for 100 yards, but he's a guy who can do that at times, and I think he'll get more chances to do that. It is Manny Aguilar on to attempt the extra point. Kick is up. This one is over the crossbar and good in Fort Hay State now has their first lead at 10-7 in the second quarter, and we get a timeout. Second quarter is brought to you by Cutwater Bar Quality cocktails ready to drink on game day enjoy a cut water can cocktail today and remember to always drink responsibly this is the tiger sports network built by pwc tigers to kick off with a 10-7 lead and they'll do so from the 35 yard line ely back to return he'll settle under the kick at the goal line he'll spin at the goal line advance out to the 10 15 spin off two tackles ankle tackled as he gets back to the 15 yard line let's pause 10 seconds for station identification to the sideline we go with the Pets Lawn Care sideline update with Sean Boston. Dustin, real quick, uh, you mentioned earlier Sam Brandt, special teams, he made the tackle there. Uh, also injury update, Will White, defensive back out of Topeka, is out right now. He's on crutches and ice on his left knee. Oh, man. That makes eight starters now out in this game. Thanks, Sean. Back at quarterback is Zamar Brake now. He'll turn, handoff. It's a re wide receiver reverse, and with some speed and getting to the sideline is going to be Damian Bell. He's been a big part of this offense so far in the first half. Excuse me, that is Charles Johnson, 150-pound sophomore out of Missouri, and he makes the run over the left side from the 16 where the drive started all the way out to the 29-yard line, gain of 13. Mason Perez has got the edge. He's got to force it back inside. He helped had it. He had help coming 
but he get he miscontained. Sun settling behind some pla some crowds. Here's a little RPO. It's a handoff to the running back Omar Allen, and he dances his way across the 30 to the 32 yard line, gain of three. Judson Wildfong and company in on the tackle that time before the Tigers. Also, as he got Kavius Bowie, he got banged up a week ago. Good to see Big Fell in the middle there, the sophomore from Florida. You can see Lincoln wanting to run the football. Florida State has given up a ton of yards this year on the ground, and Lincoln trying to go with that but they are struggling like Fort Hay State is 15 carries six yards Fort Hay State 13 carries eight yards five of the Tigers yards on that touchdown run by Jack Dawson slapping his hands and handing off the football as the quarterback break handoff left side Allen first down up the sideline 45 into Fort Hay State territory to the Tigers 45 and we mentioned it in the pregame show, tackling has been an issue for the Tigers this year, and it rears its head there. He had an offensive lineman out in front of him, and he still really didn't need it because the Tigers missed enough tackles, and he gets into Tiger territory, and they're moving again on the Blue Tigers. That is a 25-yard run on that play into the Fort Hayes State. 46 it goes on the plus side of the field. Break the home run ball. It's incomplete, giving chase was Fort Hayes State's Travion Mitchell, the sophomore, just couldn't run it down. He was closest to the play. Mitchell actually came off of the man he was guarding to try and cover that. Uh, also, uh, Hunter Brown was in coverage as well. He's the safety that was in the slot or matched up with that receiver who was streaking down the sideline, Charles Johnson. Back to the 46-yard line. And the fifth play of this drive. Break has been switching with Valencia. Quarterback break in there now. The quarterback's going to keep, and he is going to get tackled behind the line of scrimmage for a loss. Fort Hayes State is able to get there, and making the tackle on the defensive side is going to be McCall Williams. A loss of one. Third down for the Blue Tigers, who are two for four. That time the Tigers do a good job up front. A little extra stuff afterwards as Miles Minja's back out there. Third and 11, break calling for the snap. He wants to hand off on a wide receiver. Uh, it's going to be a wide receiver pass now. Running the ball is Bell. Gets to the sideline, and once again, Jeremiah Jackson Trotter, he's having his best game as a Tiger is making the stop at the original line of scrimmage. It's a gain of just one. Trotter did a great job to stay home, and that time, so did the defensive secondary. Keep everybody in front of you, and they weren't fooled at all that time after getting beat already once on a wide receiver pass. Bell, who threw the touchdown on the wide receiver pass earlier, just did not have the time. So to punt is going to be Clayton Winkler. The first one, he had a one hand before it went out for a safety. Tigers only got a field goal after starting at the Lincoln Six. This punt from the 46-yard line, Schramer stands inside his own 10 with Fort Hay State leading 10 to 7, 907 to go. And the snap goes over the punter's head. He will go down and be tackled. Oh, no, he's not going to be tackled. Trying to run for it and now tackled inside the 30. A year ago in Hayes, the Tigers of Lincoln threw a snap day punt snap off of the crossbar at the back of the end zone. This is the second high punt and a timeout on the field. Four days to eight, great field position when we come back in one minute on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC.
Again, big handoff to Soto, 15-yard line down inside of the 15 and marked down at the 12 on first and 10 from the Blue Tiger 28-yard line after a bad snap on a punt. Ends a second Lincoln drive, and Fort Hay State has the football in the farm implement and supply red zone after that Soto run. Best of success running the football for the Tigers behind Ted Hessing and Christopher Strotter on that right side. Soto gets a good first hit um, down carry and now sets him up here inside the red zone. 16-yard run. Soto to the right of Dawson. Puts Budke in motion right to left. Also in the game, Leighton Cure. Dawson to throw. Complete to Budke and wrestled down at the 10-yard line. They'll give him the nine and a gain of five. Uh, the gain of about four yards. They marked that last one at the 13. It's just that combo route. You run your receiver up, trying to get the defensive back in to drop, and then you run your tight end underneath, and that's where Bud Key can make a living. He gets a short gain here, but now you got to see second level if maybe those wide receivers will get open on that clear-out route. Tigers trailed 7-0 and 7-3. They lead 10-7 on a Dawson five-yard run, and now – Kale Cormany is in. Three tight ends for the Tigers as they bunch up onto the right side of the field. Snap to Dawson. Wants to run on the draw. Up the middle. Gets near the six. They'll mark him at the seven. I don't know if that was supposed to be a draw or not, but the Tigers are going to have third down coming up after everybody on piles. Yeah, third and manageable, third down and about five, six maybe for the Tigers, and it was just Dawson trying to take it right up the middle. Uh, not sure if it was a designed draw, but there was some running room for Dawson. Tigers are two for six on third down. Their prior drive that they scored a touchdown on went two for two. Soto to the right on third down and four from the seven. Man in motion. It's going to be a handoff Soto, and he gets hit, gets, squirts free of that, but only is going to gain yardage to about the six. Oh, Fort Hay State offensively just cannot get that running game going, and they are going to have to settle for a field goal attempt by Manny Aguilar again. Tigers in the farm implement and supply red zone. See their great selection of new and used equipment at farmimp.com. That's farmimp.com. Manny Aguilar on to attempt after no gain. This one from the left hash, and this will be a 24-yard field goal. His previous make from 29. Kick is on the way. The Dodge City product puts it through, and Fort Hay State holds a 13-7 lead. But, guys, this is getting to the point where Fort Hay State has had huge opportunities, and the offense hasn't been able to take advantage. That's disappointing, Dustin, because you've had two different opportunities on bad special teams plays that set you up deep inside Blue Tiger territory, and you're not able to score the football. And right now it's the offensive line out front, and I understand it's the young guys, but you have to give a lot of credit to the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Those guys have done a good job, and, you know, they're not small either. I mean, they're big space fillers up front, but that's what you expect, and so you got to find a way to move guys off the line of scrimmage if you're going to run the football. Tigers have not been able to do that through two games and basically a quarter and a half this year. Second quarter is brought to you by Cutwater Bar Quality Cocktails, ready to drink on game day. Enjoy Cutwater Can Cocktail today, and remember to always drink responsibly. Tigers lead 13-7. to They have started after bad snaps on punts by Lincoln twice in the, at the 6-yard line and then at the 28-yard line and scored six total points. 6.34 to go until halftime. Tigers have run 27 plays and gained 94 yards. Lincoln, 25 plays, 94, uh, 95 yards. Remember, they had that big 49-yard touchdown pass. The kickoff is away, high end over end kick, keeping it away from Ely this time. A, a uh, tight end picks it up, 
fumbles it, gets tackled immediately. A flag comes in on the play for Lincoln on the return. Samuel Ngoli, a 230-pound tight end, picked it up. Flag on the play, and that, for everybody, came to a better end than you would have thought for either team. I think it's going to be holding as the Blue Tigers were holding one of the Tigers' gunners here on this outside on kickoff. If it is, it's their second penalty of the game, and it is a holding penalty. That matches their season total coming in. The opponents of Lincoln were averaging 100 penalty yards per game. Tigers of Fort Hay State have one for 10. Tigers defense has settled in here after giving up the uh, broken play on the on the trick play that resulted in the touchdown. Starting to see him get some pressure up front. Good game so far from Jeremiah Jackson Trotter, Miles Minches, uh, and, and then also Gavin Hazelhorse. Those guys have really done a nice job off the edge for the Tigers. Need to keep that up, put pressure on breaking company. Fort Hayes State defense has put the offense in great position in this game, and the offense has not taken advantage. Zamar break back at the quarterback spot. Allen to his right, handoff Allen, tries to get around to the left side. He's got several offensive linemen there, and that's exactly what the linebackers want. Credit the defensive line for stretching that play out, but all of a sudden here comes the defense to help make the tackle, including Williams, and now into the ball game is Mason Ballman. Ballman's another new face for the Tigers, and the sophomore has been thrust into playing because of the injury to the Tiger linebackers, but he's made a special teams play, and now he does the right thing and keep the play in front of him to make a tackle this time. No gain, second and 10 from the 12. Break is the quarterback, five wide, draw play up the middle. Fort A State misses, misses the initial tackle, and then another stop by Jackson Trotter coming from that defensive end position, tackling him from behind at the 17-yard line on a gain of five. And the aforementioned Ballman had a chance to bring Brake down, but Brake's a big guy. He broke a tackle from Miles Minges in the backfield as well. That Brake at 225 pounds is not an easy guy to tackle. He's a guy that looks bigger than 225 that the roster lists. Third and five, screenplay near side. Tigers sniff it out. Can they make the tackle? They do as, Chris, as Christian Robinson out of Memphis, Tennessee makes the catch, runs to the 21, short of the first down by about two yards. Miles Minges about got his helmet ripped off. He was coming around that edge. Brake felt the pressure, and somebody reached out and grabbed his face mask. Good job of the Tiger, on the Tigers on that right side to rally to make the stop, keep him short. Now you got to watch the football, and uh, maybe we'll see. Tigers maybe put more pressure on the snapper again after two pretty uh, terrible punt attempts before or attempts at punts, but they were unable to get the punts off. Julian Jackson Linkhart is the long snapper. Clayton Winkler stands at his own five. This snap rolls in. The Tigers get there, and they almost block it and the punt goes out of bounds at the well it didn't go out of bounds it'll roll to the tiger 49 yard line that turned out to be a pretty good punt that fort hay state almost got to sean boston yeah they did and it uh, looks like daniel howard the one back there and i'm thinking the officials did not signal that was tipped but i'm thinking it was because it was contact with the punter or they just did not want to what a call anything there, but uh, a great job again by the Tigers getting back there to the punter. This is drive number seven for Fort Hay State University the first half. They lead the Lincoln Blue Tigers 13-7, to seven, and the Tigers this time will start on their own 49-yard line. Right to left, it's a pass from Dawson onto the right side. Catch is going to be made by Austin or by uh, Hunter Budke. Budke carries a defender inside the 20 down to the 15-yard line. Budke used that motion that they do so many times, but he never reset. 
just kept running, and Dawson hit him in motion to go all the way down to the 15-yard line, a 36-yard pass play. And we all understand how good and how great Hunter Budke is. He's a guy that in the NFL would be used a lot like that. As an H-back, he's going to line up in the backfield. He's going to motion out, run down the line of scrimmage, and the quarterback's just going to flare it to him and let him catch it and run, and he's got a big play that time. I know how bad this sounds, but the speed that he showed on that play kind of caught me by surprise. I wasn't sure that it was Budke. He's in motion right to left. Cure is in at the right tight end. Handoff is going to be a back cut by Tillis. He is going to not escape. Get inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. It's a gain of two. Oh, Tillis with a jump cut and a cut to that left side. He started to the right and then went all the way back to the left side. Strotter had his guy on the ground and was laying on top of him, but they would just Tillis decided that he was going to cut back to that left. He kind of just snaked his way back that, that way for a short game. The defense forced yet another three and out. Can the Tigers take advantage again inside the Red zone, farm implement and supply red zone. This is their fourth trip. They have scored 13 points. Stap in motion. They're looking to throw his way. It's caught at the 11 and immediately knocked down as Calvin Stapp. Yeah, they were trying to set up something in the end zone or close to the goal line, but the wide receiver never broke open. Stapp was his safety valve. He was the sure completion, and Jack went through his progressions. Had him rolling to the left, which is a different throw, but it's just that Stapp's open. He's your guy. Throw it to him, and now sets up third down and a manageable about, what, four or five? The chains are way off behind the sideline. They are nowhere close to get a real good look, but the Tigers that are at the 10-yard line is where they'll mark this one. Third down and about four for Fort Hayes State. Tillison motion out of the backfield, throw his way on the wheel round. He'll make the catch and score. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. On third down, they convert. Tillis comes out of the backfield. Dawson hits him in rhythm, and Fort Hayes State adds six to the scoreboard and leads 19-7, to 2.42 to go in quarter number two. It's something you saw week one. Jaquan Tillis is too talented not to be a playmaker for this offense. If you pair him with Adrian Soto, you have two of the best backs that uh, you know the league has to offer. Tillis is a playmaker. I think you have to find ways to get him the ball. The extra point by Aguilar is on the way and good, and we're near the top of the hour with the Tigers extra leading 20-7. to seven. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. That drive summary, Fort Hayes State is able to put it into the end zone on the 10-yard pass completion after the short punt once again by Lincoln and that's really where they've struggled tonight is on the special teams four plays 51 yards for the Tigers Tigers set up the touchdown with the little wheel route as Dutch Dustin mentioned that time Leighton Cure was kind of the decoy he came across the formation and really pinned that linebacker with just the quarterback Dawson's eyes and it made it for an easy play and a walk-in touchdown for Tillis. Tiger football on the Tiger Sports Network brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story and Golden Belt Bank wants to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll send it down to Sean Boston following this kickoff as the Tigers lead 20-7, 2.42 to go before halftime. The kick on the way, Ely sets up a return at the goal line, and it'll come out one yard deep. 10, left hash return, 20, still on his feet, 25, and he's wrestled down on an ankle tackle. And I tell you what, Sam Brandt is there again for yet another tackle. How is Sam Brandt not the player of the week special teams every time? For a special team say they picked up a fumble late. The officials are going to get together here for a moment. Did they do that? 
Looks like the official on the far side says he was down. All right. So let's go to the sideline with Sean Boston and a Pets Lawn and Landscape update. Yeah, Dustin and, and Jonathan, you just mentioned, you know, Leighton Cure there. He gets a lot of credit for that big play to Bud Key as well. He showing a, a big block over on that Lincoln sideline that really sprung that uh, big play to Bud Key. And then, you know, again, just the, the decoy there. And uh, the offense right now is starting to click a little bit better. But again, this is a 13-point game right now. There's still a lot of points that the Tigers left on the scoreboard. There was a hold on the return by Lincoln. So their third penalty, they had been penalized twice all season prior to this game. And so Lincoln will start at their own 14-yard line. And the Tigers right now might be thinking about getting this ball back. They have all three of their timeouts left and 2.34 on the clock. Lincoln has not been real good on offense except for two drives the one that scored a touchdown they hit a big pass to the 46 of the tigers and then turned away two wide receivers right and one to the left nathan valencia in at quarterback play action wants to throw right side caught underneath by ingoli the tight end he gets away from two tackles up the sideline ingoli at 6 5 230 he more tackled the guys trying to take him down than vice versa. Yeah, the Iowa Central Community College product, he's a big dude at 6'5", 230. You got to hit him low. And even when you do, you have to wrap up and bring your arms. And he ran through a couple of tacklers that time. A gain of 13 on the pass. Valencia to throw again. He wants the right sideline, overshoots his wide receiver, and incomplete coverage that time provided by Travion Mitchell. Which, uh, the Mays South product via Wichita is a sophomore now, got the start with the injury to Devin White. They've targeted him a couple of different times, but that was really good coverage. He never got beat. He kept the man running with him, and he never got beat. And that's the big thing. Keep, your, keep it even with the guy, and, and he didn't have to turn his hips and run. He was in great position, and he kind of undercut him a little bit to make sure he didn't get there. Valencia is out of Elk Grove, California. Takes the snap, wants to throw, looks to the near side, and passes. Pass is caught over top of the uh, linebacker Mason Perez. Catch is going to be made by Christian Robinson at the 46-yard line. That's a gain of 19. I think that was broken coverage or the zone buster because Robinson was able to sit in behind a Perez, and there was no way if once he could get it over the top, the Perez had a chance to get to it. Judson Wiltfong is in at the right defensive end. The Norton High School product as the Tigers put four down linemen. Snap back to Valencia. Has some pressure this time. He is going to go down in the backfield. Tigers get there for the sack. This one is a combination of Evan Darville and also making his way into the backfield is Gavin Hazelhorst and a timeout Lincoln with 1.38 to go in quarter number two. Fort Hay State up by 13. Lincoln's got another offensive lineman down. It was the pressure from the Tigers' front four. They brought four. They forced the quarterback, Valencia, to have to step up into the pocket, and that's where Darville had some help, but they were able to get that sack. But, yeah, another offensive lineman down for Lincoln. Yeah, so no timeout called by Lincoln at this time. And this injury looked to be maybe a tad more severe than the last one. And we'll try to identify that player for you here in a moment. I think that might be Tyler Duerbeck, the backup right tackle. And we'll check on that in a moment. Your scoreboard update is brought to you by Mapes and Miller and Boy, some interesting scores in the MIAA today. Emporia knocks off Missouri Western 36-12. This game was all 
Emporia all day long. There was a rain delay at halftime, but Emporia never threatened. They led 9-0 after the first quarter, 22-6 at halftime, and they went 36-12 earlier today. Washburn loses to Nebraska Kearney in Topeka, 21-13. Central Missouri, they lose, but maybe not by the score you would think. They're 0-3. They lose 24-7 to Northwest Missouri State. Central Oklahoma, they are losing to Missouri Southern 20-7. Valencia to throw under some pressure, and the Tigers get back-to-back sacked. It's Jackson Trotter again. Now does Fort A. State think about using their timeouts? And I think they will. Fort A. State's going to use this timeout prior to third down and a final score to get to you tonight. Uh, the game between Pittsburgh State and Northeastern State was scheduled to start just a couple of minutes ago. Dustin, the injured offensive line was Patrick Atkins. He's the backup center. Remember Tommy Medellin, the starting center, went down earlier. Looks like Medellin is back out there, though. But just like the Tigers, kind of shuffling uh, on that offensive line for the Blue Tigers now. The sack by Jackson Trotter loses seven yards. He's got a couple of sacks on the day. And Fort Hay State defense has really been good outside of that first drive, 49-yard wide receiver reverse pass that scored a touchdown. Jackson Trotter has two sacks. Hazelhorst and Darville a half sack each. Howard has an interception on the night as well. This will be third down and 18. Lincoln is two for six on third down. They have not converted on their last four attempts. This is third and 18. After getting the ball to the 46-yard line, Valencia slaps his hands, drops to pass, clean pocket, throws to the near sideline, and airmails it to the sideline. It's going to be caught over on that sideline by Lincoln's Michael Buckner, a freshman wide receiver that does not get much playing time. And Fort A. State's going to get this football back, and they do not have to burn another timeout with a minute 20 to go. Yeah, big stop on this possession. That's on Valencia had a pocket, but great coverage down the field by that Tiger secondary. When the Tigers have a pressure up front, secondary's done a pretty good job to stick with their man as Lincoln needs to get a gunner on late here. Lincoln had... Uh, won the toss and deferred. So they'll get the ball to start the second half. Does Fort Hay State come after this punt? They line up and they do. They're going to come right over the middle and nearly get to it. The punt by Schramer, he's going to have everybody back away from it. And it'll land at the 30-yard line, roll inside to the 29. Fort Hay State's Daniel Howard almost got to that punt once again. So the Tigers and Jack Dawson will have 108 and two timeouts to try to put points on the board before halftime. And this is something you work on every week. It's the two-minute drill. You put 108 on the clock. You've got two timeouts. And now it's up to the offensive line to give Dawson a little bit of credit. Jack's got to stand in there and trust that his guys are going to get open and then he'll have time to throw it down the field. It's a perfect opportunity to build on that 13-point lead. Dawson 10 for 14, 116 yards and a touchdown to Tillis. Into the backfield is Tillis to his right. Three wide receivers to pass as Dawson steps up in the pocket, over the middle and incomplete. Had Butkey, but getting hit as he threw was Dawson. If Dawson 
is able to step up into that pocket a little bit more. Butkey has a big gain over the middle. Jakari Lamarne was the one who came in. Lamarne uh, got some pressure. He's that big guy that we've caught a couple of times as he was able to beat his man up front and just get Jack, which he couldn't step into that release. About time for Manny Ramirez to show up in this game, right? He's wide receiver to the right, getting double attention, including a safety over top. Three wide receivers to the left side. Dawson takes the snap with Tillis to his right. Has a pocket to throw from. Throws over the middle. Nice catch made by the Tigers. Fort Hay State. Colin Kreitzer with his second catch. That one is across the 45 up to the 48 gain of 19. Colin, after not playing football for a couple of years, made an impact earlier on the season. That time he runs that little post route where you get a nice depth to it and he cuts in front of the defender. Tigers have two timeouts left. Back to passes. Dawson has time, looks deep. Now he escapes from the pocket, buys time, throws to the sideline, and out of bounds. Clock stops with 38 seconds. Two timeouts for Fort Hay State left. They'll have the ball at their own 48-yard line, second and 10. Kreitzer was in the area. Our head official, David Burge, made the announcement over the PA system here in Lincoln, or here at Lincoln Stadium. But that time, Dawson went through his read. Everybody was covered. Escaped the pocket, threw it away. Tillis will line up as a wide receiver to the left with Kreitzer. Three to the right, including Butkey and Manny Ramirez and Calvin Staff. Second and 10 from the 48, just before halftime. Dawson to throw, once it deep gets hit from behind, fumbles the football, and the Tigers of Fort A State are gonna dive on top of it. Dawson had no idea the pressure coming from the left side of the line. That's the side of the line that has had so much patchwork to it tonight because of injuries. Uh, and right now, the Tigers will take a timeout. Isaac Robinson, he's sliding in on that defensive line, and he's the one who's able to make the pressure from behind. And we talked about it, Porter Davnick. He's a redshirt freshman from Lawrence and played at Lawrence High. He's a, a guy that gets his first career start at left tackle for Pat Kelly. Pat, who was dressed but uh, didn't take part in a whole lot of pregame warm-ups or anything, so as he's banged up, can't go. And then Riley Selick, another redshirt uh, freshman on that left side, and that's where the pressure's coming from a little bit from the Tigers, and it's a young group. I mean, you have to learn how to play uh, you know, and, and get your communication down against a, a pretty good pass rush. Robinson guy, he's a, a sophomore, he's a transfer, and he's been able to get some pressure when they bring him off the edge. Pat Kelly might not be playing, but he's doing his best. He is out at the huddle talking with the side judge, and whatever he was saying had the side judge rolling in laughter prior to this snap. Third and 13 for the Tigers, three for eight, five wide receivers for the Tigers from their own 45-yard line. Dawson, 11 for 17. Tillis goes into the backfield to provide extra protection. He's going to drop back to pass. Screen to Tillis on the left side. He needs to make a man miss, and Fort A State is going to get maybe three, five yards, call it to the 50. And the Tigers of Lincoln, the Blue Tigers, just may let this clock expire here before halftime as the final 10 seconds ready to come off the clock prior to fourth down. That's one of those situations. It's third and long. You're hoping the Blue Tigers will come, pin their ears back, and maybe over-pursue against the screen. But the screen game for the Tigers is something we've seen quite a bit through the first two weeks. So they read it well. Tigers, though, have the lead at halftime. It was not a thing of beauty. Fort Hay State leads, though, by 13. To Lincoln to get the ball to start the second half as the they Tigers won the toss and deferred. And the ever-dangerous Adaris Ely back to return the kick. He had that 49-yard touchdown reception from fellow wide receiver Damian Bell. And for Ely, that is touchdown catch number four of the season as the band continues to play as the kickoff here to start up the second half. And the Tigers will... 
trot out the kickoff from the 35-yard line. Ely return from the three, and he called for a fair catch, so no return. That might be in part two also. The last two uh, kickoff returns for Lincoln had holding penalties on them. Yeah, we've seen that a little bit some more throughout the uh, season. Tigers were also penalized on a kickoff return as well. Defensively, Tigers getting after it. We see new faces. As we've talked about some of those guys that have made an impact for the Tigers. Obviously dealing with injuries at linebacker. One of those new faces that we've seen is Mason Ballman. He's a young guy at linebacker. I think we'll see a lot of young guys rotate in for the Tigers, and it's an opportunity now for them to get their feet wet and try to play downhill. You're up 20 to 7 heading into this second half. It's an opportunity to play downhill and make some plays here in the second half. Mason Ballman will start the second half at linebacker. Remember the Tigers without John Johnson, Lake Heimerman. Will White was hurt during the game and you hear the band, but the game is starting. Here is break. A toss in front of him to Ely. Ely tries to hit the corner. Tigers corral him once, twice. Spin him around at the 30 and out to the 31 on a gain of 6. He's not a he's got to bring down he's speedy but then as we get a flag on the play some stuff afterwards we've seen this a couple of different times one of the offensive linemen for Lincoln it's Demetrius Eddie Jr. getting into it with one of the Tiger defensive linemen over there yeah and going in and getting his part of it too is Ty Cooper yep. Ty Cooper was not slated to start tonight either and yes you still hear the band and we are a play and a penalty into the second half so far Officials getting together to talk it over. It's one of those things where we saw some pushing and some shoving after the play in the first half. We saw some words exchanged a couple of different times here on this near sideline. So I'm curious where we're at. That penalty, the flag lays at the 31. That's right where the tackle happened. As Sometimes this comes down to who started it, who retaliated, and after the play with unsportsmanlike conduct on both teams, 81 on Lincoln, four on four A's. This is the first unsportsmanlike conduct of the game. So Ely, who ran the ball, and then Miles Mingus, who was involved in the post-tackle fracas, are the ones that pick up the unsportsmanlike. Tigers have Travion Mitchell at the left cornerback, right cornerback David Ortega, May South, and Garden City products. Break at that shotgun position, puts Bell, or rather uh, Allen, into, the, into motion. The running back receives the screen and he gets decked at the 32-yard line, a gain of just one. Dustin, that was the best play of the ball game for Mason Perez. He got some help from Ty Cooper, but Mason blew up the receiver who was blocking him to make that play. And that's one of the things, if you're a corner, you've got to be able to stick your nose into some places every once in a while that are uncomfortable and turn the play back. And that's how Mason did his job. That was perfect. Opening possession of the second half, third and three for Lincoln. They were two for two on their first drive of the game. They scored a touchdown. They're 0 for five cents, trying to avoid yet another three and out. Two wide receivers left. One of those goes in motion. That's Charles Johnson. Brake wants to throw to Johnson in the flat. Mitchell is able to blow up the play, but the, the wide receiver got loose and gets within a yard of the first down, picking up two. Give a lot of credit to the Tigers able to stretch that play out. And it is Mason Perez who got involved with the tight end to make sure that 
the running back couldn't get too far out of the backfield. Looks like Lincoln's going to go for it. Daniel Howard made the tackle there as well, hoping to stop that and set up this fourth down play. So this is fourth and one from their own 34-yard line break. The quarterback calling for the ball, handoff up the middle. Allen is hit, and he is driven backwards. He's going to lose two yards on the play, and the Tiger defense holds, and coming up off the bottom of the pile is Evan Darville, the Dodge City product. And Mason Perez helped to clean that up as well. I think Mason needs to tell the coaches to cut those four plays and put those away in his highlight reel because he did what he was supposed to do and made a play. He came off the edge on a run blitz there on four. Fourth down and one, and yeah, Darville plugging the hole as well at 3.05, the redshirt sophomore. That was perfect defense, and now a chance to get this offense going here in the third quarter for the Tigers. Tigers have, again, good starting field position. They will start on the plus side of the field for a third time. Handoff, Till is cut back across the 30, and keeping those legs turning forward, and that's a better push by the offensive line to start out the second half. Yeah, absolutely. Great job by the offensive line. Tight ends, Hunter Budkey was pushing the way. Calvin Stapp was pushing in there as well to move that pile and now the Tigers looks like they're going to go tempo a little bit here on the uh, ball already. Start at the 32 yard line, gain five on first down, down to the 27 yard line. This time a run over that left side near a first down as it crosses back inside the hash mark and the Tigers will have third and one after a gain of four. And through two plays here in the third quarter, this is what the Tiger offense that I think you want it to look like if you're Coach Brown. I know last week, a couple weeks ago, he talked about he wants to be 60-40 run pass. If you can do this, get nine plays on two yards, absolutely. You'll go 60-40 all day long. It's third and one. Handoff Tilla straight up the middle. Big hole and he'll get the first down. Tackled at the 15-yard line. They say his knee hit at the 16. Gain of eight. Move the chains. Right up the middle behind David Schuber. The redshirt freshman getting the start at center for the first time in his career at a Blue Valley North. That's a trap play. It's right up the middle. And the Tigers moving the ball with some attitude to start the third. Into the farm implement and supply red zone for a fifth time. Tigers have scored on the previous four. Handoff Soto up the middle. That's a big hole in between guard and the center. And Soto never actually went down to the ground. He's throwing backwards after advancing the ball to the 11 and a gain of five. It's the exact same play right up the middle, but it's Soto this time and also a familiar number, 88, Hunter Budke leading the way. And on this drive, Hunter is flexed as the tight end off the left tackle every time. He is off the left tackle's hip behind him by about two yards. So he gets a running start on this counter play. The Tigers go off the right side and getting the handoff is Clay Robinson. So the Tigers are going to try anybody and everybody at this running back position. And Robinson gets the carry down to the nine, third and one again. Yeah, just short on the play, but Robinson getting his opportunity. And again, the Tigers right back to the line of scrimmage. All, everything on the ground right now. Robinson to the right of the quarterback, Dawson, who plays with a white left leg sleeve. Again to Robinson. He'll get the first down to the five-yard line and pick up four more yards. Guys, this is about an attitude. This is an attitude drive, and this may have been set up in the locker room at halftime. Yeah, I think you've got to expect that. I think that's exactly what happened was the Tigers coaching staff, I'm guessing, challenged those big guys up front, and they've done so far, answer the call. Now you've got to score a touchdown to really just make your message here in this third quarter. Clay Robinson getting his first carries of the season to the left of Dawson. Everything's been on the ground. Now they throw. Looking for Manny Ramsey. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. He beats him over the middle, and the Tigers on their first 
throw of the drive, score a touchdown. Jack Dawson is able to throw it to Manny Ramsey, and the Tigers lead 26-7. to And I guarantee you, if you ask it, Jack Dawson, how much easier it was to make that throw after your offensive line have moved people up front and you've driven down to make that quick little read to Ramsey, he's going to tell you it was so much easier. The extra point is up and good from Manny Aguilar and a picture-perfect start for the Fort Hayes State Tigers as we get a timeout on the field. Fort Hayes State 27, Lincoln 7 on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. 7 after an impressive drive when the Tigers held Lincoln on downs for a third time in this game on their own side of the field on fourth and one. Tiger offense ran it down the field and passed for five yards and a score. The kickoff is going to be going towards Ely, but over his head and out of the back of the end zone. We send it down to the sidelines with a very happy Sean Boston in a Pets Lawn and Landscaping sideline update. There is a penalty on the field. We'll get to that after this update from Sean Boston. Yeah, well after the play, those uh, penalty markers came in. Uh, and, you know, the Tigers offensively and defensively, great start here to the second half here in the first four-plus minutes. You have the, the defense coming up big, turnover on downs, and the offense run, 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 set that one-on-one -on -one out there for Ramsey to get open in the end zone for the touchdown. So a great start here to the second half and also a great finish down at Houston as for the first time since 2009, the Kansas Jayhawks are off to a 3-0 start as they win on the road at Houston 48-30. That's the Cougars, you know, just in the top 25 last week. Fort Hayes State leads 27-7. Thank you, Sean. And the Blue Tiger offense runs back out onto the field and Zamar Brake to the quarterback spot. He is four for five passing for 40 yards, been sacked once. Omar Allen is the wide re is the uh, running back to his right. Ball from the 12-yard line, man in motion. It's a handoff to Allen. Allen trying to get around that left side. The Tigers read it out, and right now Fort Hayes State knows that Lincoln's best offensive plays have gone to the left side behind Flores and Carter, and the Tigers know that. Hey, some Ballman helping to come clean it up. Be remiss if we don't mention Cade Melvin, the sophomore from Norton. He was the one that was involved in that little stuff. I think he was the one that may have drawn the penalty. I'm not sure if he got hit late, but uh, he was getting a big uh, high five from his group over there and the coaches as he was in on that special teams play. Ball to the 15-yard line and a gain of three. Allen lining up to the left side of the quarterback, Zamar Brake, with three wide receivers to the right. Running back in motion, counterplay to that running back, and Allen gets hit, and he's drugged down in the backfield. And getting there for the tackle for loss, first oh. on the scene is going to be the Tigers' Mason Ballman, who's getting a lot of playing time with the injuries to the Tigers' secondary and linebacking crew. And Jeremiah Jackson Trotter, the sophomore, also in on the play. The Tigers with Jason Wallace and Jeremiah Jackson Trotter really kind of made it so they held the offensive lineman up, and then Mason Ballman's done a nice job to flow and make a couple of plays here on this drive. Third and eight from the 14-yard line for Lincoln. Three wide receivers to the right. Allen gets out of the backfield in a route. He will catch it to the near side after a bobble, and he will get taken down early after the catch. The tackle is going to be made made by Travion Mitchell. Catch out to the 19, well short of the first down marker. That sets up a fourth down and five. It's third down and long. Just keep the guy in front of you and hats off to Travion because he made the tackle. Keep the guy in front of you, break down and make the tackle. Broken tackles have hurt this Tiger football team through the first two weeks and a little bit in the first quarter. They've done a much better job since then. It has been an interesting night on the punt unit for 
the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Their punter stands at their own five-yard line. Winkler gets a good snap this time, and Forte State again almost gets to it. Schramer calls for a fair catch, and he'll pull it in on his own 48-49 yard line. And Forte State defense, another three and out, and we have a timeout on the field. Forte State football leading 27-7 on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Forte State leads 27-7, and they'll go five wide on first and 10 from their own 49-yard line. Jack Dawson just threw a touchdown pass to Ramsey, throws a screen to the near side. That is going to be caught by Deontay Wilson. Wilson stumbles at the 35-yard line, flag on the play. This one likely coming back. Third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today, and a reminder to always drink responsibly. The Tigers so far in this game, one penalty, 10 yards, with the offense already backing up with the flag at the 45. It's black in the block in the back on the Tigers. We had not seen prior to this game much of the Tiger wide receiver that's in the game, Deontay Wilson. 5'8", 175, sophomore out of Nashville, Tennessee, by the way, of Independence Community College. Ball is backed up to the 45, so after the penalty, the Tigers will have first down and about 14 yards. Dawson to throw, has an all-time to throw, gets it to Butkey, 50, 45-yard line, 40, sideline, 35. He's up that left side, 20, 15, 10, stiff arm is he in? He steps out of bounds, ushered out by the Lincoln defense deep in the red zone as Butkey gets hit on the crossing route for a big game. And that's an easy read for quarterback Jack Dawson because you've got a tight end looks like he stepped out about the seven yard line maybe uh, you've got your tight end your best tight end hunter butkey with a linebacker trailing him there's no way the linebacker can keep up 48 yards and the tigers into the red zone for a sixth time in this game they've scored on the previous five red zone is brought to you by farm implement and supply tigers from the seven it's dawson to throw he looks to the right side back of the end zone ramsey gets his jersey pulled down as he leaps for that football no flag it'll be second and goal from the seven trying to go back to manny ramsey here on this right side he had his man beat ball placement a little bit off that time for dawson also looked like maybe that uh, corner got away with a tug on an arm dawson has jaquan tillis to his right butkey is not lined up in that traditional tight end spot he is behind the left tackle for this second down and goal play handoff Tillis up the middle big hole and he burrows his way down to the two yard line and a gain of five third and goal from the two upcoming and again back to a little bit of attitude up front for the Tigers that pile against the Blue Tigers uh, you know a little bit of extra there is the um, up front Tigers doing a good job new offensive lineman Josh Shaw the freshman from Fairfield in there up front for the Tigers. I would like to have an ear in the locker room at halftime of this game. Third and goal from the two. Dawson with uh, Jaquan Tillis to his right. He jumps for the goal line and he's held up short at the one. This will be fourth and goal from the one yard line. The Lincoln defense has been really good inside the 10 tonight. Tigers also with a pair of freshmen right now on that offensive line. They have Josh Shaw and Brandon Kerr, a pair of freshmen on that offensive line. They're in the middle 
for the Tigers. Pure tight end left, Butkey to the right, fourth and goal from the one. Dawson with Clay Robinson to his right on this play. Snap back, handoff Robinson. He gets in behind that offensive line and he scores. Clay Robinson into the end zone and the Tigers put six more on the board. They score on fourth and goal from the one. Robinson with a good hard run that time off of that left side. And again, just another statement for the Tigers. If you can score on what is a fourth down and goal to go from inside the two, inside the three yard line. That's huge to add to the lead for the Tigers here. So Manny Aguilar in to attempt another extra point. He hit a pair of field goals earlier in this game. Snap back to Hunter Brown, kick is on the way. This one is good. 34 to seven and the Tiger offense starting to pour it on here in quarter number two. We'll get that complete offensive line to you that has been intact now for a couple of series but for Forte State it's starting to turn around a little bit on who they're playing and we mentioned it before the game and some of these guys that were getting uh, some action both on offense and defense it may have not just been the injuries but about who was going to get the job done and let's go to the sideline for an update with Sean Boston brought to you by Pets Lawn and Landscaping. Yeah you mentioned it Dustin the Tigers really controlling this third quarter here uh, already defensively, offensively, and uh, continues to you know build that momentum here on the this sideline over here. That again, we've talked about all night long. The Tigers have to create that that uh, excitement over here with just the the crowd on the one side. So uh, Fort Hayes State right now with a an, a comfortable lead, but still a lot of work to be done here tonight. Tigers on short field, six plays, 51 yards a minute, 58. Ted Hessing was the one who was not in on that right guard position on the final two plays. Josh Shaw was in there for the Tigers. Uh, we'll keep an eye and see if Hessen got banged up earlier. And to kick off once again, Fort Hayes State. Returning is Ely back at his own goal line. I think they may have switched out the returner now for Lincoln. That is... Kevin Jacobs, a wide receiver, but this kick goes out of bounds. In a flag in late, guys, from behind the play. Oh, yeah. This thing, right before halftime, there was a play up the Lincoln sideline, and a few of the Fort Hay State players and the Lincoln sideline started jawing at one another. There was no flags. There was no pushing and shoving. You could tell that this thing was getting chippy before halftime, and both teams carried that out of the locker room. Yeah, and you're going to have offsetting or possibly off offsetting penalties here. You have the kick out of bounds and then not sure what that penalty was from behind. But ball did go out of bounds around the seven or so. You, so you'll have the, that free kick, and then uh, we'll see what the, this other penalty is. Both special teams are standing on the sideline. Tiger defense ready to get out there, but that may not be the case as both of these teams may have to do the kickoff once again. Fort Hay State looking for their first win of the year. This is a long conversation from the officials. And Chris Brown keeps saying re-kick over here, trying to figure out. Here we go. Kick out of bounds, kicking team. Holding, three seven on the receiving team. He's definitely offset, he'll re-kick. Well, there you go. We do not have a ref feed tonight, but with Sean on the sideline and our crowd mic here, and, and they do have the speaker system quite loud here, uh, we are able to get a good idea of what's going on. Fort Hayes State returns home next week against Missouri Southern Hall of Fame game. That'll be an evening game, 7 o'clock. Hope you can join us at Lewis Field Stadium. Yeah, 
And Parker Janke to kick off once again. From the 35, it's a good old-fashioned playground do-over. And to return this kick for Lincoln deep is going to be Kevin Jacobs out of St. Louis, Missouri, out of Lutheran North. Kickoff is up that sideline and taken by Jacobs at the 5, 10, 15, 20-yard line, still on his feet near the 25, and then driven backwards. So there's some offsetting penalties right there, uh, you know, or actually help Ford Hayes as it'll be about a 13-yard difference from where that free kick would have been. And again, Sam Brandt with a tackle on special teams for the Tigers. The guy is everywhere. Uh, we, we've seen it uh, part of last year and all of this season. He's gotten some t time on uh, special teams tonight as, or on uh, regular defense tonight with everything going on. Sam Brandt's been credited for three tackles so far. It feels like many more than that. And it will be Nathan Valencia out of the quarterback spot. He hands off right side. This once again is to Omar Allen. Allen a yard, maybe two with this series starting at the 22-yard line. Devin Hazelhorst in there for the Tigers, helping to get the tackle. He gets some penetration. Also up front, Jerome Appy in on the tackle as well. He's a senior from Anchorage, Alaska. Omar Allen, 16 carries, 53 yards now, came in with 23 carries for 21 yards. He had a big run earlier in the game. Valencia has five wide receivers, looks to throw right side short, caught at the 29-yard line and immediately wrestled down there, ripping at the football was Travion Mitchell trying to get it free. He advances to the 21, does the wide receiver, and that is caught on that side by Damian Bell. Well, the sophomore Mitchell has been... Uh, really playing a good game so far. It sets up a third down and short. He's been targeted, but really has held his own ever since that first quarter. Catch for seven yards. Bell, wide receiver to the right. Now Allen as well. Five wide receivers with three to the left for Valencia. The second quarterback to play. Handoff. No, Valencia keeps, and he is hit in the backfield, and he will not go anywhere. There are four white jerseys there, including Darville, the Dodge City product, Ballman in the backfield, Two more getting up off the bottom of this pile for Fort Hayes State. Judson Wiltfong is one of them. And it looks like Colin Chrisman Gorley in there as well. And Jerome Affey. Well, it was all of them. It was a uh, fourth down and short. It was a third down and short, rather, so it brings up fourth down. Tigers brought the run blitz. You knew that they were going to try and run it on fourth down, and Mikel Williams was in there as well on the tackle. It was a loss of two on third and one, and a punt coming again from Clayton Winkler. This is a better snap, and the Tigers will set up a return, but Schramer will just call for a fair catch, and he bobbled the football. Lincoln picks it up. They cannot advance the recovery, but this is going to be Lincoln football at the Tiger 46-yard line. The punter for Lincoln has done a pretty good job of getting off kicks when he's had to deal with the slow snaps, the bad snaps. He hit that ball short, but it was a really like a sky kick, if you will. It was much higher up into the air, and if you're Schremer, you got to either catch it or let it go because Lincoln's got new life here. It's the Tigers' first turnover in this game. Tigers have picked uh, out an interception earlier in the contest. And the Tigers turn it over for the first time. And now head coach Chris Brown wants a word with our lead official, with David Burge. 
whatever it is, the conversation was quick. And here is Nathan Valencia back at quarterback. Drops to pass, wants to throw one deep over the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Taken away by Hunter Brown. It was overthrown, and Hunter Brown cuts it off in the middle of the field at the 25-yard line, and the Tigers take it right back on the INT by the Hayes High product. And the defense again bails out with so our special teams this time. It was offense in the first half. That ball sailed on Valencia, and the Tiger safety comes away with a big play there, and it sets this offense up. Well, he made that switch over from slot receiver to safety, and he said his Goal was to start and contribute in every single game this year, and he does a big-time interception after Fort Hayes State had just turned the football over, and the Tigers have the ball back at their own 25-yard line for their 12th drive of this game. Dawson to throw, steps up in the pocket, looks over the middle, throws onto the left sideline. That is going to be caught, and making his way to the 45-yard line, dancing down to the 40-yard line is Fort Hayes State's Deontay Wilson, who had not played in a game for the Tigers prior to this contest. Yeah, Wilson showing that uh, he's able to find areas in the zone that time. The Jack Dawson had plenty of time. He climbed the pocket, and Wilson just set up on that Tiger sideline, and then the run after catch was huge. Dawson's a good running quarterback. He could have taken off on that one, elected not to, as the ball advances to the 41-yard line. Handoff Tillis up the middle, and he'll gain three to the 38. Seeing a lot of faces for the Tigers that we haven't seen. And it's one of those things where, as Coach Brown talked about there, it's kind of moving pieces, asking somebody to step up as that time, I believe it was Clay Robinson who came in to make the carry. Clay Robinson to the left. He'll hand, take the handoff from Dawson straight ahead, get hit hard, spin off the tackle, get his way to the 25-yard line. And now whistles. And I think just making sure that the play blows dead Otis Jackson a free safety came up and he tried to lay out Clay Robinson and Robinson spun right off that tackle and got to the 30 for a gain of eight and at 5'9 200 pounds a sophomore from Cheney is a guy who is going to run hard you know what you're going to get from Clay Robinson because he's a hard-nosed guy and he proved at that time on a first down now six carries 19 yards Dawson has five wide receivers this time throws a sidearm pass to Wilson and it's incomplete. Unlike the previous pass in the first half that was backwards and out of bounds, this one was a forward pass, but a lot of pressure, and Dawson had a drop-down sidearm on that pass. 3.20 to go, third quarter, Tigers lead 34-7. That time the corner was able to get through the block of the wide receiver, the tight end. They were trying to run that little... It's kind of a, a quick screen, little quick throw to get a guy with some open field ability to get the ball quickly. Second and 10 from the 30. Tigers driving in Lincoln territory. Robinson to the left. Four wide receivers trying to set up the screen is Dawson. He's going to scramble. 25-20. Left sideline 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jack Dawson. And Jack Dawson runs it in from 30 yards out, his second touchdown rush of the night. And that's something that Dawson, I think, brings to this offense that, as I talked about earlier, I would love to see. He had five carries, 25 yards, and a touchdown a week ago. He faked the little swing pass, pass to Clay Robinson. Everybody went with Robinson, and Dawson took it right off that left side, and nobody was going to stop him as he tippy-toed the sideline. Tigers score off of the interception by Hunter Brown. 
The extra point is on the way, and Manny Aguilar nails this one. It is 41-7 after an inauspicious start for the Tigers. This score looks a little bit more comfortable here in quarter three. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just settling in and deciding out of the second half that if you were the Tigers, you were going to come out and try and make a statement. We saw the offensive line on that first play, and we heard it from the coaching staff from Lincoln next door. They're saying they're running the same play. They're running the exact same play, and they scored a touchdown then on the pass on the previous um, drive. And now this time, it was the quarterback Dawson scrambling for the touchdown. Just kind of setting the attitude this time time here in the second half. Just past the top of the hour, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Your Sports Network is brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. 41-7, Fort Hay State has been very good in the second half after a very shaky start to this ball game. Parker Janke to kick off once again from the 35-yard line, high end over end kick. The returner this time is going to elect not to bring it out, Kevin Jacobs. Third quarter football in Lincoln. At Lincoln in Jefferson City is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro, enjoy an ice cold Michelob Ultra today and a reminder to always drink responsibly. Guys, Ethan Forrester down here warming up behind the Tigers bench here on the near sideline. So could see him maybe get some quarterback reps here the next couple drives. Ethan Forrester, 6'3", 200-pound redshirt freshman out of Lando Lakes, Florida. It would be his first ever appearance in a Tiger uniform. And, yes, he looks a lot like Chance Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> Zamar Brake is going to hand off to Omar Allen. He gets tackled from behind after getting two to the 27. The Tigers now at 101 yards rushing. Their average is up to 3.4. Total 335 yards on 54 plays. Remember at halftime, the Tigers had 167 yards total. They're now to 335 and lead 41 to seven. Zamar breaks back at the quarterback spot for Lincoln. He's going to drop to pass. Three-step drop. Throws near side. That is the tight end in goalie with the catch, and that is a picture-perfect tackle by the Fort Hay State Tigers. Yeah, great job to just come and wrap up. We talked about the big fella and the tight end, but it's Blake Davis, the Chino, California sophomore. When you bring your arms, you wrap up when you make a good hit. And uh, the in goalie, he's a big tight end. He's not easy to bring down. That was a perfect tackle that time. Third and five from the 30. Brake will have one wide receiver to the left and the tight end and goalie that way two wide receivers to the right back to throw throw near side is going to be caught by Chris, uh, Christian Robinson enough for a first down on a gain of seven that time they target Blake Davis in coverage Davis is the uh, cornerback to this right side for the Tigers there was too much space on third down that was an easy play to just sit down and catch it right on the sideline for a first down that is Lincoln's first third down conversion since the first quarter of this ball game. 
Break in the Lincoln offense at their own 37-yard line. First and 10, hands off to Allen. Allen hit immediately. It has been a big game from Jeremiah Jackson Trotter. He did not get the start. He has played a bevy of minutes tonight. Yeah, in that front of Jason Wallace, Colin Chrisman Gorley, Jeremiah Jackson Trotter, those three guys have been rotating in kind of in the same group along now with Miles Minges up front, and they do a really nice job of standing up against the run for a short game that time. 108 to go, third quarter. Tigers lead 41-7. to Third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy a nice cold Michelob Ultra today, and reminder to always drink responsibly. Second down and nine, break to throw. No pressure on him. Throws high and incomplete. Is it intended for Ngoli? And the Tigers nearly got to that tipped pass. Late pressure by Miles Minges. No flag in the backfield. The Lincoln sideline one and one. It'll be third and nine. Yeah, Minges with good pressure and that ball from break thrown behind Ngoli. He's a hard target to miss, but that's what pressure does. And now it sets up a big third down here. Third and eight for a team in Lincoln that is Two for 10 on third down, break under pressure, got away from Minges, throws it out into the right flat, caught by Angoli, but he immediately cut down by Mikel Williams, the, the Brian Texas product. Yeah, that's perfect. That's textbook now because it's fourth down and eight. You get the pressure, you move the quarterback off the spot. He has to go to his check down. And again, it's a good tackle on the big tight end Angoli. And out to punt again is going to be uh, Clayton Winkler. Winkler officially has four punts tonight. There's two more that the snap sailed high over his head or one that he had to run down and get tackled on. And now the Tigers are going to bring back a different returner from the 20, and the punt nearly is blocked. Tigers will run away from the return as it rolls down to the 25, and that'll be the end of the third quarter. Four Day State leads 41-7, trying to pick up their first win of the year as we head to the fourth quarter on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. The Tigers' 13th drive of the night will start at the 25-yard line, and Ethan Forrester gets his first snap. Roll out right side, looking to throw down the field, and it is caught. Caught over on the right sideline by the Tigers' Jonah... Jonah Reuter makes the catch over on the far sideline, the Norton product. And how about Ethan Forster? He's got the chance fuller hair. It's just not quite as long. And he unleashes a throw on the first snap he's ever seen for 18 yards. That looked awful chance fuller-like. Rolling to his right, throwing to the open receiver. To the 43, first down and 10, throws near side. It is caught over in the flat by Dawson Brown, the second. Brown across the 45 to the 46-yard line. It's a gain of three, and we start to see a lot of new faces in the game. Yeah, absolutely. We see Ryan Allen. He's a wide receiver out of Highlands Ranch. He was trying to provide a block. There's new fellow, new big guys up front as well for the Tigers. Angel Luna, he's the freshman out of Salina Central. He's getting a chance to play right tackle for Christopher Strotter. The running back is still Jaquan Tillis. He's to the right, but he's had nothing to do on this drive. This is Ethan Forrester throwing it around. Now a handoff to Tillis. Tillis jumps to the right. 50-yard line hit there and taken down, but he was able to fall forward for about three more yards to the 47. He's able to pick up seven into the Lincoln Blue T uh, Tigers territory. Yeah, good blocking downfield by Reuter. Tiger offensive line. It's patchwork. It's some new guys, but able to move the football a little bit here. Tigers also bringing in at the wide receiver spot, Marcellus Crutchfield out of Tampa, Florida, transfer out of Oklahoma University. 
Ethan Forster slaps his hands, puts a man in motion. That's Reuter. Play action. Roll out right side is going to be Forster. Looks to get down the field. He'll run up the right sideline, and he just runs right into the Lincoln Blue Tiger, who's trying to tackle him, and he takes the Blue Tiger right out of bounds. Uh, Ethan Forster wants playing time, fellas. Guys, and how about the confidence that the coaching staff has in Ethan Forster? Last week, we saw Jack Dawson have to, you know, on his first drive out there, a lot of running attempts. The first two plays out here that Forster's in at quarterback, they had him aired out. Ethan Forster, 6'3", 200, Lando Lakes, Florida, Lando Lakes High School. And he comes out firing, hitting his first two and then running shoulder first right into a would-be tackler. Handoff, Tillis, right side, dances at the 40, gets to the 39. Gain of just one, third down for Fort Hay State. And then a flag came in late. It's going to be on the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Jaquan Tillis, I think we might have a player uh, just slow to get up. But, yeah, afterwards, Tillis got a uh, – one of the Blue Tigers tried to strip it from Tillis. It was well after the play. Fort Hay State – or the officials checking with the Fort Hay State sideline. Looked like a dead ball penalty it is. Unsportsmanlike on Lincoln. That is their third of this half. The Tigers should have the game of uh, the ball about the 24-yard line. Dustin, if you mentioned it multiple times here tonight, this is a Lincoln team that came in with just two penalties through the first two games. And right now, you know, Fort Hayes State has dominated the second half and really forcing Lincoln uh, to get out of their ways. And Lincoln is going to take a timeout. Fourth quarter is being brought to you by Ghost. Feel good energy drinks with no sugar, no artificial colors, no BS. Enjoy a Ghost energy drink today. And the Tiger Sports Network is courtesy of the Taco Shop. Order by phone, the app, pick up delivery, or dine in. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. The sidelines that you hear from tonight with uh, Sean Boston are brought to you by uh, Pets Lawn and Landscaping. Commercial and residential lawn care, landscaping, and fencing, and outdoor lighting. Go to their Facebook page to see some of their work, Pets, Lawn, and Landscaping. What this Lincoln timeout is to inform their players to tone it back a bit after the play. Yeah, the, one of the backup linebackers came in, tried to rip the ball away from it. Tillis, it was Jalen Mosley, and he was the one who got dinged for the penalty and then kind of looked around like, what did I do? I think that's a good chance to, to kind of catch your breath if you're the Blue Tigers a little bit. Ryan Allen is a wide receiver to the left side for the quarterback. Ethan Forster throws the wheel route to the backside. It is caught. Tillis, does he stay in bounds? He does. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. And it's the first career touchdown pass for Ethan Forster. He hits Jaquan Tillis up the right sideline. And Ethan Forster, super impressive in his first ever collegiate football appearance. And you take that out of the playbook for the Tigers as kind of a staple. It's that wheel route to the running back coming out. So you run everybody out of the way. And that was a perfect pass by force to the quarterback to set up the touchdown. Forster to Tillis, and the Tigers are up 47-7. to We have to burn a timeout here, guys. Uh, play clock down to five, and they're missing a player. It's down to three, and probably got to take a timeout here or just take the delay of the game. Well, with, with the kicker There's... wearing number seven named <laughs> Manny Aguilar, back it up five yeah. yards and let him kick it a little further. I, I am in the... Now Manny does get the <laughs> delay a game penalty, even though he was the one on the field ready to kick. I am in the camp of belief if Manny had played Division One or rather uh, 6A football for more than the one year he did, 
Uh, Fort Hay State may have not been able to land him. He may have ended up much higher than that. So this extra point from five yards further out is good, and it's 48-7 to Fort Hay State. That was a great ball thrown there by Forrester. The, it was right in front of me. The only question was if it was going to sail out of bounds, uh, but Tillis did a great job of, of catching it and then staying uh, here in bounds just in front of me on the sideline. Media timeout. Tigers lead 48-7 to in Jefferson City. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Tigers lead 48-7 from Jefferson City, Missouri at Dwight T. Reed Stadium. The kick will not be returned by Lincoln, and they'll set up shop at the 25-yard line. And uh, John and Sean, interested to get your thoughts on this. I know what the scoreboard reads, but this feels like a different attitude by the Tigers in the second half compared to the start of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if it was a gut check conversation at halftime by Coach Brown and company, or maybe he challenged them because I know that was something that he had done this week was to challenge them to look at themselves, but it was the attitude out of halftime that's the difference in this ballgame. Sean, we'll get your thoughts after this play. Zamar Brake will lead the offense back out onto the field. Omar Allen to his left. He's had 18 rushes for 44 yards. Gets the call here again. Breaks off a tackle. He'll get to the 29-yard line. Tackle going to be made by Jack Heilman, redshirt freshman out of Derby. Yeah, Dustin, you look back at the beginning of this game, Lincoln had the momentum. They, they were in kind of unfamiliar territory when they had that lead. And then Fort Hayes State kind of started to settle in. And since then, it has been all Tigers here tonight, and you can feel it here on this Fort Hayes State sideline. Five yards on the run for Omar Allen. On the, on the year in two games, he had 23 carries for 21 yards tonight, nine, uh, 19 carries for 48 yards, had the big 22-yard run earlier. Here is a pitch left side for Allen, quickly shifts back to his right across the line of scrimmage, and a gain of three to the 33. And again, Ballman makes the tackle on the out of his linebacker position for the Tigers, but up front, Darville and company able to keep those linebackers free to run and make plays. The time of possession nearly even in this game, 23-25 for the Tigers, 23-52 for Lincoln. Tigers will run 60 plays for three 95, Lincoln 53 plays, 167. Tigers bring a blitz right up the middle. Break hit as he throws. He's able to get the pass completed to his big tight end, Samuel Ngoli. Needed three to convert on third and three. Gets four up to the 36-yard line. Ty Cooper getting some help from Sam Brandt on the tackle, but it is a first down as they move the chains. Up to the 36, and for Lincoln, that is just their... Fourth conversion on 13 attempts tonight. Fort A. State hasn't been great on third down either. Five of 12, but they did have a fourth down that they converted for a touchdown during this second half. One for one on fourth down. Lincoln 0 for 3. 11 minutes to go in the game. Tigers up 48 to 7. They trailed 7-0 and have scored 48 unanswered points. Break with five wide receivers under some pressure over the middle. Ball is going to be caught. That is completed up the middle and a nice catch made by Omar Allen, the running back into Fort Hay State territory to the 42-yard line. Yeah, Allen was able to get behind the Tiger linebackers. Ballman dropping in coverage, but Allen, who is listed at 5'6", he's a tough guy to find. Now he's well built at 200 pounds, but that was a pretty easy pitch and catch for your running back coming across the middle that time. 22-yard reception. He has two catches, 27 yards, and now 79 yards in combined offense tonight. Two wide receivers left, 
three to the right, including Ingoli, the tight end, who's in the slot. Break, drops back to pass, rolling out to his right. Throws the home run ball, and it's incomplete. Intended for a receiver, Charles Johnson, who had a step on the defense. Yeah, Tigers in coverage, Ty Cooper and Sam Bright, the two back there in coverage. Break just overthrew his man, and the wide receiver couldn't run underneath it. It'll be second and 10 from the Tiger 42-yard line. Fort A State defensively has not had to have their heels on their own side of the field much in the second half. Dalton Miller at a great bend. He's in at the safety position now for the Tigers. Great bend product that was part of some very successful years in Great Bend. Brake has five seconds to get this snap off on second and 10 from the Tiger 42-yard line. Looks to throw near side. Catch is going to be made by Damian Bell. Bell has a first down as he's tackled at the 26-yard line and again is 16. Pretty easy pitch and catch when he gets spaced against the, the, a defender that time. Kobe Rome is in for the ball game, into the ball game for the first time at corner, the sophomore out of Chandler, Arizona. The defensive line doesn't have much depth because of injuries right now, and so they've got a bunch of guys in there that normally play D-line, but this linebacking core and secondary is all pretty young. First and 10 from the 26 for a break. Looks left, now his progression takes him to the tight end in goalie. He makes a nice stop and turn back up the field. That'll be a gain of 10 for a first down. Make it nine to the 22 where his knee hit. In goalie, who's at 230 pounds at six foot five, makes two really good tight ends that definitely I think will get another look at the, or a look at the next level. Make that a nine-yard gain to the 17, and for the first time tonight, Lincoln is into the red zone. 9.15 to go in the game. Hayes leads, Fort Hayes leads 48-7. to New running back into the ball game onto the right side, just in there to block as Brake throws to the back. Pylon incomplete, flag on the play, and that is going to be pass interference on mm. Fort Hayes State. <laughs> Sean Boston, do you have something to say from the sideline? Yeah, I did not agree with that. I will uh, play just incidental contact, but uh, I'm going to give the pass interference here in the end zone. Blake Davis on coverage. That sideline update and opinion brought to you by <laughs> Pets Lawn and Landscaping. Where it's the opinion of the people who have had work done by Pets Lawn and Landscaping that they enjoyed the work. The penalty is going to be a 15-yard penalty down to the two. After the pass interference, this will be first and goal from the two-yard line on the first trip to the red zone by Lincoln after they led 7-0, 48 consecutive points by the Tigers. Break with a running back to his right. Puts a man in motion. It's a handoff onto the right side. Bell to the end zone. Touchdown. Bell has a touchdown passing. Now a touchdown rushing. That is a two-yard run as he came out of the wide receiver spot and scores six points. It's the jet sweep out of a read option look and Bell comes sprinting down to the sideline and uh, not a whole lot of celebration understanding that uh, after a slow start for this uh, Tiger team for four days they've kind of put it on the Blue Tigers a little bit not a whole lot to celebrate for them here in the second half. The Bancher is celebrating we have not heard from them much in the second half whatsoever. The Tigers cannot get to the extra point they know for it and now flag in as the Tigers hit the kicker so there will be 15 yards applied unless Lincoln wants to add a yard here and go for two but I imagine the kickoff will occur from 15 yards closer 
and this is what we call a learning opportunity. Uh, Tiger Dalton Miller, I believe, is the one who is catching the ire of the coach on that sideline. Media timeout. Tigers of Fort Hay State lead 48 to 14 in the fourth quarter with e with 8:59 remaining on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Tigers will send Jaquan Tillis back to return this kick along with Deontay Wilson as Lincoln scores and makes it 48-14. to The kick, the first of the second half by Lincoln, bounces at the 12, gets away from Wilson, back inside the 5, wants to return, right side 10, goes backwards, still at the 10-yard line, and Fort A. State will get out to the 15 for the start of this fourth-quarter drive. And Tiger football on the Tiger Sports Network brought to you by Adams Brown. Going above plus beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. A pretty good first drive for quarterback Ethan Forrester. Throws a touchdown pass his last time. Now we'll see if he uh, does his best chance for impression again and leads another touchdown drive. The Tigers up big here late. Three for three for 45 yards. The starter, Jack Dawson, 16 for 24, 234. Here's Forrester handing off Clay Robinson. Nope, that's a keeper by Forrester. Great fake, 30, 35 yard line. Forrester still on his feet at the 40. And then he gets picked up and the officials run in to make sure that the Lincoln Blue Tiger didn't slam him down after a run from the 16 out to the 40. Again, a 24 by Ethan Forster on a great fake. Yeah, and he looks comfortable running with the football. We saw him run over a defender as he finished with a good run on the sideline, and that time it's the read option, and he makes the right read. Hunter Trail was the running back in the backfield with him, and he'll keep it and get a first down himself. If you're Ethan Forster, you're considering this a job application, right? Here's a handoff to the Tigers. Hunter Trail, 190-pound sophomore out of Wichita, Independence Community College transfer. He'll get across the 40 to the 42, gain of two. Bishop Carroll product in there, getting an opportunity. We've seen Clay Robinson and now Hunter Trail with their opportunity to showcase a little bit for the Tigers here. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. We're seeing Marcellus Crutchfield for the first time this year transfer out of the University of Oklahoma. Hopping into the backfield once again is Hunter Trail. Trail takes the handoff, counter, now bounces out to the right. 45 into Lincoln territory, the 50. He trucks a defender, still on his feet as he gets out of bounds inside the 40. And these Fort Hay State Tigers have some pent-up frustration from hitting one another on that second and third team, and they are out to play some football here in Jefferson City in the fourth quarter. Hunter Trail is a compact 5'9", 190, and he brought every bit of that with him to finish that run that time. 17-yard run, and the Tigers have the ball on the plus side of the field at the 39, so make it a 19-yard run. Handoff goes again to Trail. Trail up the middle, burst of speed from the 35 down to the 31-yard line. Gain of eight. Yeah, guys, Trail is the son of Bishop Carroll head coach Dusty Trail. Towards ACL Independence, really didn't get a play at all for the Pirates, so he's uh, making up for, for a couple lost years. Dusty Trail has seen, seen some success at the high school level coaching football. Won a state title his uh, first year as head coach. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Tied end is Cure on that side. That's Cormani, excuse me. Forster's going to throw to Kamari. He's going to make the catch and get upended as he gets to the 30. And the correction on that, that is... 
Yep, that is Cole Cormany, the redshirt freshman out of Colorado Springs. Sets up a third down and short. That's that play we see where the tight end comes across. He's kind of your safety valve. And Forrester made the right read. You were hoping maybe that Cormany uh, could make a guy miss, but it sets you up third down and a short. No gain on the play. Third down for the Tigers, their 13th attempt, 5 for 12. Lincoln showing blitz off the edge. Handoff. No, Forrester's going to keep. Roll, throw to the right side, and that ball is going to be caught over on the far sideline by been Colt Fuller. Ryan Allen? 85, not 89. You're right, Ryan Allen. Third down conversion for the Tigers. See, Allen in the route tree a couple of different times. He's the freshman out of Highland or Highlands Ranch. And you're at the point of the ball game where we've seen a lot of these young guys who get their first opportunity. And the way we were going in the first half, we weren't sure that that was going to happen. But uh, definitely here as we move along in this fourth quarter, a lot of new faces. 48-14, Fort Hay State. Ball to 23. Shotgun snap to Forrester. Handoff once again up the middle. Hunter trail. <laughs> and John called it right. Compact size, but there's a lot in that package. And he gets to the 21-yard line, a quick burst of two yards. Yeah, and uh, he's listed at 5'8", give or take. I think that's probably um, maybe a little bit generous. But with those running backs who are that size and as strong as he is, he's able to run through contact and finish his runs really strong. Two wide receivers to the left side this time for Forrester. Two to the right. Second down, throws right side on a quick hitch. That's to Josh Okichuku. He's able to make two guys miss, and then his big frame carries the ball down inside of the 10 to the 9-yard line for a gain of 11. And, okay, Okichuku spotting for the first time. You feel like if Josh can find a way to put things together, he can be a weapon for this offense. Then you see why, because of his frame and his size and his skills, he's just got to put it all together. Ethan Forster's got to be thinking this football thing is pretty easy, right? He's 6-for-6 <laughs> six for... Six for Nearly 70 yards. First and goal from the nine. Forrester with a running back to his right. That's trail again. Four wide receivers. Forrester to throw near side. Pass deflected. Knew as soon as I said that there's <laughs> something like that would happen. Second and goal from the nine. 426 with the clock stopped. First time that we've seen this reserve group or this second group of offensive line struggle a little bit to get a block as Luna chipped his guy, but he couldn't get quite get him out of the lane, and that'll result in that incomplete pass. Second and goal from the nine. Trail again to the right side of Forrester. Hand off to Hunter, and he will get inside of the nine to the eight. Third and goal from the eight for the Tigers. Missouri Southern is two and one. They beat Central Oklahoma 40 to 21 tonight. Guys, if you watch uh, Hunter Trail, if he gets another carry here, watch him carry the ball high and tight, just yeah. like coaches teach you. And you can tell his dad is a, a high school coach. Well, that's just what I was <laughs> going to say. Coach's son in every aspect of his game. 355 and rolling here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 48-14 in Jefferson City. This is third and goal from the eight. Forrester puts a man in motion, flag on the play. We may have gotten some movement. A timeout first, Dustin. Right as the official was pulling the flag out of his back pocket, uh, there's timeout taken. Fourth quarter football is brought to you by Ghost. Feel good energy drinks with no sugar, no artificial colors, no BS. Enjoy a Ghost energy drink today. Tigers return home next week against a Missouri Southern team that is two and one. They beat Central Oklahoma 40 to 21. Lions pick up a second straight win over the Broncos out of Central Oklahoma. 
That'll be a big game. Missouri Southern is a team that was picked pretty low in the MIAA rankings at the beginning of the year, and they have struggled for some time now. But that was a game that we all left Joplin last year going, uh, there's something going on here at Missouri Southern. And they got the right guy, and they did not have a high amount of turnover on their roster for the first time in a long time. Third and goal for the Tigers from the eight-yard line, leading 48-14. Trail to the right side of Ethan Forrester. Puts a man in motion to the sideline and flag on the play. That man in motion was Dawson Brown the second. And false start on the Tigers. Josh Okechukwu with the false start. And Dustin, he's the one that he jumped before the snap last time too, but the timeout came first before that jump. Uh, again, he gets an early start there. So this will be third and goal from the 13-yard line. Fort Hayes State is six for 13 on third downs tonight. Brown in motion near the so near the left tackle on this snap to Forrester. Forrester is going to keep. He's going to run right side, 10-yard line. He's at the five-yard line, and it'll be fourth and goal from the five. And will we see Manny Aguilar run in for a third field goal attempt tonight? We will. We saw that same formation three different times, timeout the penalty, and then they finally run the play. What they were trying to do was sneak Brown behind the guard and then run him out in the flat, but Lincoln blew it up. And then when the quarterback Forrester decided he would take off and run, Brown gave up on the play and didn't block for him. And that allowed, uh, unfortunately, Forrester could not quite get to the end zone. Aguilar has hit from 29 and 24. This is from 23 yards on the right hash. Snap to Brown, kick is up off the right foot of Brown, who gets run into at the end of the play. Uh, excuse me, off the right foot of Aguilar, who gets run into at the end of the play. And the field goal is good. It's 51 to 14. And Manny Aguilar is a perfect three for three on field goals tonight. And you attack on all of his extra points, it is quite the scoring evening for the Dodge City product. Yeah, absolutely. He's a weapon. We've talked about it all season long about so what just an absolute asset he is for this club. Obviously, you don't want to use him as much maybe as they have, but he's been able to take advantage of his opportunities for the Tigers. You know, a slow start in this one. You went into halftime. If you're a Tigers fan, quite frankly, not feeling that great up 20 to 7. You felt like you left some points on the board. And offensively, you couldn't run the football. You couldn't move the football. And you felt like your defense was the reason why you were in the lead and you were just trying to hang on and keep the Blue Tigers off the scoreboard. But the offense in the third quarter, the attitude, they answered the bell. Whatever happened at halftime, really a flipped the switch for this team. Good drive for the Tigers, 12 plays, 78 yards, 5.53 off the clock. Forte State has not been turned away from scoring points except for that punt return that they muffed, and that's technically a short possession. The Blue Tigers will not return this kick, bring it back out to the 25-yard line. Hall of Fame night next Friday, or next Saturday night at a Louisville Stadium. Hope you can make your way out and Enjoy the festivities. Gerard Welbrock will be back on the call that night. He had the opportunity to call the Nebraska and Oklahoma game. We were listening on the way east down Interstate 70. Nebraska got out to a quick 7-0 lead, much like tonight here in Jefferson City. And then Nebraska scored the or Oklahoma scored the next 40 some odd points. 
like here tonight. Zamar break, five wide receivers, drops back to pass, now steps up in the pocket, wants to scramble, and the Tigers close in on him. And it's just a one-yard gain as the Tigers get there for a short stop. And the first one to get in there to help make the tackle is going to be Jason Wallace. Justin Wiltf Judson Wiltfung also in there, the sophomore at Edmond. He's from Norton High School, of course, defensive player of the year for sports in Kansas. In his senior season, stepping up, they've called on him quite a bit to play on that defensive line here tonight. 2.30 to go in the ball game. Four-day state leads 51-14. to 14. Lincoln did score on their prior drive to this. Shotgun for break. He's running back to his left. Four wide receivers, flag on the play, and the pass is caught. The fact that the play continued on and was caught by Samuel Ngoli, probably an offside on Fort Hayes State. Tackle is made by Alden Nedler. Offensive lineman for Lincoln cut up front, which typically means you're trying to connect quickly. I think you're at Fort Hayes here, Dustin. Yep. Offside, zero yep. on the defense. That's a first down. Yeah, I figure since they let the play go, probably mm -hmm. against the Tigers. Jeremiah Jackson Trotter set himself a heck of a game. Just one kind of blemish on his resume for tonight that looks pretty good. Ball at the 35 for the Blue Tigers. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. And Omar Allen, who has had the heavy dose of running tonight for the Blue Tigers, to the left of Brake. Brake slaps his hands twice, takes the chest high snap, throws left side, caught and dropped. Intended for... Uh, Darius Ely, and now Ely took exception to being hit as he was catching the football. And cooler heads of the officials prevail. They do not throw any flags. And now Lincoln is going to take a timeout with the clock stopped at 1.47 remaining in the game. And Fort Hay State leads 51-14. to 14. There was one game that st started later than this. It was 14-7 Pitt State over Northeastern State late in the first quarter. That game started at 7. They're just a halftime now. And Pitt State is up 42-14 to 14 at halftime. 56 points scored in the first half of that game for Pitt State and Northeastern State. Pitt State in the game has 235 yards of offense and has scored 42 points. They blocked a punt in the first half uh, for a touchdown. They also get a couple of short touchdown rushes. In fact, three short touchdown rushes all in the second quarter. Pitt State looking to start at 3-0. They are ranked in the top 25. Northwest Missouri State starts 3-0. They're the last of the undefeateds as Washburn, Missouri Western both lose today. Break, back to throw, has time underneath. Going to be caught by Bell. Bell at the 40, spun down as his knee goes down at the 40-yard line. That's Charles Johnson, excuse me. And the clock continues with 1.30 to go. 
I thought the defense finished strong here in this ball game, and it was really after just the one broken play, the missed assignment on the trick play that resulted in the touchdown. But other than that, we feel like they settled in and were able to leave their mark on this football game. And the Tiger offense finally kicked it in gear two. It was seven to three after one quarter. Brake has five wide receivers on third and five from the 40, throws over on the left side. This one is going to be caught again by Charles Johnson. First down on the third down conversion attempt. Needed five, got six to the 41. Jack Kyleman out of Derby makes that tackle that time. He had been called on a lot last week and in early in this ball game out of that linebacker position as he'll run down at Bell and make the tackle. Inside a minute to go, join us for the post-game show that will be brought to you by Next Tech Wireless. Jonathan Zweigert will talk with Coach Chris Brown and Sean Boston will catch up with a couple of Tiger players. 33 seconds to go, break back to throw, looks to the left side, now scrambles from the pocket, and he'll slide to a stop, give himself up at the 48-yard line, and there is one timeout. The scoreboard shows two, but Lincoln has one timeout remaining should they wish to use it. 15 seconds to go, and Lincoln is going to wave the white flag, and that will be it. Fort Hayes State going to pick up their first win of the season. They're now one and two on the year, a 51 to 14, one, a 14 victory over the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Florida State was down seven nothing and then scored the game's next 48 points. The Next Tech Wireless postgame show is next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Dawson back and with Coach Chris Brown and Coach, congratulations on the victory. Guys started out a little bit slow, but uh, flipped the switch there in that third quarter and got a big victory. Yeah, we just got to quit taking so long to start playing football. I mean, you see that the first two games and now this game the same way. You know, we come out slow. We don't move the ball. We don't move people off the ball. We don't pursue to the ball. You know, we don't make good tackles or take good angles, drop passes, you know, pressure on the quarterback. All that stuff's got to end. But, you know, hats off to, to Lincoln. They have improved tremendously. Uh, Coach has done a great job of getting those guys ready and, and playing hard. And, you know, those guys fought till the end, which is, you know, not a typical Lincoln team, but they, they did fought well to the end and they played hard. Third quarter, you come out super physical, run it right down their throat. You get the touchdown. Was that a conversation in the halftime? Uh, was it kind of a look in, in, into yourself, or, or what was it that allowed you to do that? It was just, you know, I just talked to our guys about right now, we are not a very physical football team, so I tested them a little bit, you know, as men, and, you know, we got to go out there and play more physical, take better angles, and, you know, play relentless, and uh, that's something that we have to do continuously to, to make our team better, and, and until we do that, you know, we're going to struggle, and especially running the ball or even stopping the run, so hopefully they learn something from the third quarter, you know, into the fourth, uh, you know, we can't be physical, we can't be aggressive, they start feeding off of that, start feeling what exactly what I want, but we're still not anywhere close to where we need to be. Defensively, you give up the touchdown on the trick play, and then it kind of felt like you settled in and were able to get pressure with your guys up front and kind of locked them down. Yeah, we did. You know, it's and we knew they were going to do some type of trick play early in the game. You know, they did against Northwest as well, probably first play of the game. And, uh, you know, there's just things you got to be prepared for. You know, teams trying to make big plays and get some momentum on their side and have some excitement and enthusiasm while they play. And, of course, that's going to happen. So, you know, our kids did a good job of rebounding and playing good defense. Oh, 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 oh,
struggle to get pressure on the quarterback with your guys up front. Gavin Hazel, Horse Jeremiah, Jackson Trotter get a couple of sacks. Miles Minches was in the backfield. Looked like that group, when you rotated guys in, they were able to kind of really anchor that line and then get some pressure. Yeah, we try to give as much pressure as we possibly can. We got different packages for different kids as well. And, uh, you know, getting got a fast package in there with guys that got some good speed off the edge and big guys in the middle, and, you know, guys that can twist and, and get pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, those guys did a good job, but you did a great job of getting, getting those guys rotated in and out. Coach Harris making the right calls. And, uh, you know, they did get some pressure. You know, we still want more um, against these teams and, you know, get more sacks than what we got today. And that's just the way you play defensive line. You're, you're pin your ears back on third down. Let's go get sacked. You also got a chance to look at some younger guys. You get Ethan Forrester in the ball game. He throws a touch, uh, uh, or is part of the touchdown drive. He leads a touchdown drive. What did you see from that younger group? Because they were on defense as well. Um, they did a good job. You know, I thought Ethan came in and did a good job. I thought all those young guys that came in did a good job and, and made some plays tonight. It's good to get them in and get some game experience because you know they need it. And you know you hit it situations, but you got to run your plays. You know, offensively or defensively to get those kids used to. It. You just can't ground and pound and just try to run out the clock because that doesn't give them any experience whatsoever. So we made sure that we got them all experience that they needed, ran some plays that you know that they're going to have to learn anyway and see if they can execute them or not. But I thought all in all, those young guys got in there, played hard, um, they played physical, they were flying around and made some good plays for us. You get the win. What's that mean, especially heading back as you go back home? You know, just watch the film and make sure we're doing things to get better. Um, and it goes down to all the little things. And that's what we talked about in the locker room right now. We got to learn how to start fast and and quit hesitating and and let things come to us we need to start taking it to people instead of us taking it you know people taking it to us at first so that's the one thing we got to work on you know again we watch the film i know there's gonna be bad angles that we took on defense with with tackling i'm wrapping up on tackles and offensively it's just securing you know the blocks up front and our running backs to 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 get some room and and break some yardage open and uh, you know even our receivers you know run the right route sometimes there's one route you know very early could have been the first down but we ran the wrong route so those things hurt you guys gotta get on the same page they gotta learn the playbook and that Again, it's the things I've been preaching all year long. It's the little things. And as coaches, you can only coach so much. You give them the playbook so much. But at some point, these guys got to take ownership and do it on their own and get the job done. Very good. Congratulations. We'll chat with you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. But more after this as the attackers of Coach Brown pick up the victory against Lincoln. All right. Thanks, Dustin. Down here with Jack Dawson. Jack, your second collegiate start here tonight. You feel a lot more comfortable now that uh, you get that win under your belt? Uh, yes, sir. I do. You know, we started off pretty slow, but I think we got things rolling in the second half. You know, I was just trying to listen to my coaches, um, trying to figure out what uh, what we could do to, to get the win, and eventually we started rolling, and I'm glad that we got we were able to get the dub. Let's go into the halftime break. What is that message of Coach, Coach Brown and your other coaches? You know, you guys you didn't play your best football in that first half, but what was what was the message at halftime because you guys really turned around that second half? You know, we just couldn't press. Um, we weren't as physical as we um, intended to be. You know, and we just kind of needed to do our own jobs, um, stop worrying about, you know, uh, what other people were doing. Um, we kind of just had to focus on ourselves, um, get back to playing Tiger football. First Saturday game as well for you guys this season. You had played back-to-back Thursday nights. How did that extra, you know, preparation you know, help you? You know, I think it really did help us. Um, we were doing, battling with some injuries. Um, and so, you know, we, had, we were trying to get um, everybody kind of mentally ready to come in and play. And uh, we did start off slow, but, you know, uh, everybody kind of picked it up. And um, we ended up getting the, the W. David Schuberg, your, your center here tonight, that, that was also a mix-up. So a lot of different changes on that offensive line. What was it like being behind him in a new center night? Uh, you know, we couldn't really run the ball here in the first quarter about. Um, but, you know, um, I trust my guys. You know, we just had to, you know, fight through some of those issues. And um, eventually, you know, it all worked out in the end. 
you know, is where a lot of these guys, you guys that guys that you've worked with, you know, because you were QB two, and so I'm sure a lot of these guys you worked with on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, I, I worked with you know all of them. You know, we all try to get reps um, with each other so that we always kind of have that trust. Um, but you know. Uh, it was a little bit different. You know, I'm sure he was a little bit nervous, a little bit anxious, but um, I think he did a really good job. And, uh, you know, in turn, you know, it shows on the scoreboard. What was the mood like in the on the sideline and then in the locker room as well after the game? Uh, it feels really great. You know, going starting off 0-2, uh, it's pretty tough. But, you know, getting getting that first W, you know, it just gives that confidence for all the guys. Yeah, only time will tell how you guys will play next Saturday. But just getting that first win, I'm sure, is, a, you know, a big sigh of relief for you guys and, uh, moving into next week. Yes, sir. What can you work on here the next week to, to get ready? And, and who knows you know, if Chance will be back next week or not. So what, what can you personally work on here in the next you know five, six days, getting ready for next week? Uh, just trying to be comfortable back there. Um, I'm still getting used to everything. You know, just trying to be uh, have communication with my coaches and all my teammates and stuff. So um, I'd say that's probably the, the most uh, important thing to me right now. And then also just, just watching this offense click in that second half. You know, a lot of new bodies out there playing for the first time. Uh, you as a quarterback, just I'm sure it was fun to be able to watch. You know, everybody kind of come together in that second half, especially. Oh yeah, it, it was really really fun. You know, I'm glad to see that you know a bunch of guys got to get in the game, um, show what they can do, and you know, hopefully um, we'll have some wins where you know they can get in the in the last couple minutes or the last quarter, and um, you know, get some more reps and more experience. And then watching Ethan, what was that like? You know, watching him come in from behind you here tonight. That just shows kind of how how deep this quarterback room really is. Uh, yes, sir. You know, I came in with Ethan, and uh, you know, he's been my guys for three years um we've been battling for the backup position and you know he's a really really good player and i think he he showed that you know where we are deep at the quarterback position and um anybody can go in there and make plays all right jack appreciate your time and a uh, great job tonight yeah, thank you again dustin that was uh jack dawson the quarterback for the tigers here tonight all right thanks dustin again down here with jeremiah jackson trotter six seven sophomore at north las vegas nevada comes out to lead the tigers here tonight seven tackles also a couple of tfls and two sacks as well jeremiah first off what did it feel like to be you know just flying all over the field tonight defensively i've been doing it all my career since bbc to east los angeles to fort hayes kansas it's a great program the coaches here is wonderful coaches they teach us every day in practice to go hard go physical and play as your best your best talents you got (laughs) if you would have put it like that you mentioned a little bit about your journey how has that journey been and what's it been like your your time in Hayes my journey been kind of tough I've been up and down from different coaches different time clocks and everything like that from D1 time clock to D2 time clock but Fort Hayes gave me the opportunity to come and play Mm -hmm. with a full scholarship and I thank them for that coach Brown and everybody from coach Hickel to the whole defense of coordination you guys were 0-2 coming in tonight. Just how good does that feel? Do you feel like that you know lifts some weight off your shoulders now getting that first win on your belt? Yes, it's it's a big relief. We finally got our first win. More to come. And defense going to get better and better. Practice going to be harder. Coach Brown on coaches. Coach Hickles on coach the D-line. And we're going to do our thing and play. You know, Lincoln really in that first quarter, you know, they kind of kind of had you guys number in that first quarter. They you had the trickeration a little bit. Just what made you guys, you know, settle down defensively and, and really control the game from there on out? Um, it's always going to be the first battle, first first snap, first everything. You get your jitters out. 
when it come down to second, that's when we lock in. From defensive line, everybody in that defense line, coordination, whatever what Coach Hickle and coached, it's beautiful. Everybody play physical. Everybody go hard every single day. And they teach me how to go hard. Talk to Jack about the several changes offensively. There are a lot of changes defensively as well. Uh, you guys, you know, especially the linebacking core, so many new faces out there. What was it like to work with, with all those new faces out there defensively? Um, I'm new to the program myself. I'm basically a newcomer myself, but it's a beautiful group for defensive line and defensive ends and defense of everybody around the board. Corners from linebackers. Linebackers all do their job and go faster. You know, Lincoln switched up a couple of different quarterbacks here tonight. They had that big quarterback, which you're probably closer. You're a little bit bigger than their quarterback that they threw out there, but just what was it like defensively from the defensive line seeing those two different quarterbacks? Um, one was slower, one was faster, one was smaller, and one is taller but they all fall at the end of the day. That's how the whole story goes. Ain't no switching up. You just always got to be true to your craft, go faster. If you see a person leaning, you know what to take your other path, slant in, slant out. How excited are you to play in front of the home crowd next week at Lewis Field Stadium, especially you guys last week, everybody knows that was your best foot forward. So just to be able to get back out there and show Hayes and Fort Hayes State community, everybody, you know, what this team really is made of. Um, it's going to be a beautiful feeling next week. We all going faster. We all will get the W. Everybody up in there determined to get a W. And that's what we're going to do at Fort Hayes, Kansas. All right. Appreciate your time, Jeremiah. And uh, congrats on a great game tonight. Thank you. And that was Fort Hayes State University defensive end Jeremiah Jackson Trotter as he finishes with seven tackles tonight, two tackles for loss, and two sacks as well. What a performance for the defensive end out of North Las Vegas.